0: This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors.
1: 93.3 WMMR Audio on Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Hey, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful day today. And I mentioned this earlier this morning and we got a text immediately from some guy who said, yeah, it's a beautiful day. I'm quitting work. No way. Like today. He's, wow. he's quitting. He's going to go in and he's going to quit his job. You, when you when you are enthusiastic about it and you have you consider it freedom it can be a wonderful thing i couldn't tell if it was sarcasm or not but but it seemed to be like i'm happy cuz i'm quitting and it it led me to think you know what anybody else quitting work today <laughs> i would like to hear about that because i personally the only time I've ever left a job is when I had another job lined up, and it was a better opportunity. So to me, that wasn't like, I'm quitting work. Yeah. Okay, it's quitting like, without any, good, yeah, yeah, it's like, any... It's like, you, like look, I got, like when I got the yeah. offer to, to move here yes. in Philadelphia, I had to say, guys, I can't pass this up. How did your go. modeling go. agent take that? Well, news. it was a little yeah. heartbroken because the foot ads in <laughs> St. Louis were going to stop. Dude, we're hitting a bumper crop of ads, <laughs> You're leaving me. Yeah, How but, did they uh, take it? Um, it was, it was like, look, yeah, we understand, but then they were like, and then they, go oh, you know, hey, come in, who's that, Kenny? <laughs> no, that, it wasn't him, <laughs> but, but then it was like, uh, you know, you, you breached your contract by, by talking to another, ri- I said, what? Yeah. I didn't know I couldn't talk to anybody else about a job, but they were kind enough to not let that get in the way of me moving on to another job, but a lot, some people are like, screw it. Yeah. I'm quitting today, that's it, I can't take this crap anymore. And so I wonder, there are different levels of quitting, you know? I wonder if
2: good weather, <laughs> sunny morning. Can help move you along in that. Maybe, thought. Yeah, maybe. I have
3: a friend who uh, who hates her job. She really can't stand her boss, and she knows that she's going to be able to quit um, probably by the end of July. She works for the Weinstein Company. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, this boss is a total creeper. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Uh, he he's been out. Of
4: work <laughs> he's lately. been away though yeah, for a I mean, while.
3: But but she knows oh, that this is happening, and she but she can't say anything yet, and it's a weird like. It, it's gotta yeah. be freeing. It's gotta it's be freeing, but but you have to pretend to go to work and work hard in the interim. Oh, yeah. You know, she she hasn't given her two weeks notice yet, so it's yeah. it's, a, it's an odd in between at this point.
0: Nick, look at these two texts in a row. Not somebody, not not uh, quitting. Two people getting fired today. Oh man, they says they're oh. not getting fired. It says I'm not quitting today, but I am definitely firing someone. And another one says I'm not quitting a job, but I am firing a few people today. And yes, they do deserve it. LOL, then, it's a beautiful day. The top
3: one. Somebody else <laughs> did get fired. Uh, already? It's, where? Uh th- right, this, right someone, someone I know got fired today. But ha, ha, that, person ha, did, that
0: person deserved it. Ha, ha,
3: fired. ha. That person deserved <laughs> wow, it. It a brings
0: out harsh. the uh, whole other side of someone. But here's another one. I'm quitting at 5. Oh, for the day. Uh, very tempted to leave today, but would need another job to yeah. do so. So that's the thing. And my
3: well, friend has then, another job lined up <laughs> after that, but I'm just like... <laughs> She can't quit yet, you know? The only time that I've quit jobs were
0: when I was like a teenager and yeah. summer was coming to an end and it was time to go right, back to right, school right. and I'm like, i like, I'm done. If you, if they busted into tears when I had to tell Dunkin' Donuts I was leaving.
5: <laughs> I <laughs> just stopped going to a job once. Stop it. You ghosted a job? I ghosted a job. It was a lifeguarding job. I was a lifeguard wow. at the YMCA. It was an <gasps> indoor pool and I, I couldn't take it. happy. The children
2: drowned today because the <laughs> lifeguard didn't show up.
5: It was like, and I had to work like Saturday mornings at like 8 a.m., uh. you know? Oh, and I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I just, a few times, I just didn't show up. And then when I would show up the next time, no one said anything to me. And they didn't call me when I didn't show up. So, so then you were, just you stopped were, going.
6: You were clearly vital to the operation. <laughs> yeah, right? That's funny, Kath, because I, I really only quit one job in my life. Was it and it the why? And it was the why. You can't, right? I did so not boring? like lifeguarding in an indoor pool. I just me didn't like it. But I didn't. Ghost and I didn't. I had my dad go quit for me. Oh, that, that's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> dad, we go tell him I don't want to work <laughs> My my son doesn't want to come here in person because he's not him.
0: But you can be a man. Yeah. Here's a text that says, "I worked for my uncle for years. Biggest jerk on two feet. Wow. Oh uh, I walked off the job, waddling down the street with 200 pounds of tools. Best decision ever. One week later, I've never been happier. Man. So they just left." Uh, let me go to Alex. Hi, Alex. You're on the air. Good morning.
7: Hi. Good morning. Long time listener. Thanks, man. What's up, bud? What's your story? So, I'm not quitting, but I have a coworker that's quitting today, and he's, like, he's a compulsive liar, so everyone was at first on the fence of whether he was going to quit. Yep. But we would not be surprised if he's the kind of guy that came into the office and, unfortunately, you know shot up the place. Oh, my Jesus God. Jesus. I might want to call him sick today, dude. Yeah. Uh,
8: well,
2: well wait, today, let me ask you. Why is he telling... Why... How... Is he going around
7: telling everyone
2: that today's the day he's going to quit? Yeah.
7: No, so he gave in his two weeks' notice, but everyone is incredibly nervous because they know how creepy he can be. You know, I should have said this begin- at the beginning. He actually made up a lie, and everyone knows it in the office that he has a fake fiance. He has a fake fiance. <laughs> no so I started working here ten months ago. Is it's she like pretty? Great company, and he literally <laughs> announced how hey, I'm engaged, and everyone kind of rolled their eyes. I thought this is weird. Then they said, yeah, he has this lie about this girlfriend. You know
2: Emma Stone.
7: <laughs> <laughs> but he's yeah, and he's uh, he's a. I, I don't think he's that kind of guy to do it. But it is the case of, like, hey, if you he did do it, like, yeah, we saw that coming. Sure. All right, Alex, wow.
2: if, if just to hedge your bets, make sure that you have a lot of balloons and stuff set up and one of those going-away cakes and everything. So even if he's going to freak
7: out, with, yeah. With candy all day. <laughs> there <laughs> you go.
0: Wow. Yeah. All right, be careful, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Bye, Thanks, bye, man. Bye. Appreciate it. By the way, here's here's a classic quitting moment that Casey brought up the audio for.
9: I... I quit. <laughs> I quit.
0: <laughs> I quit. I <laughs> quit. I quit, Mr. White. I quit, Mr. White. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to, uh, I'm going to go to Tim. Hi, Tim. Good morning.
7: Hey, good morning, guys. Gadzooks.
0: Gadzooks, man. What's up?
7: Hey, when I was about 17, I had just gotten a job for the summertime. Um, it was about a mile or two up the street from my house. Uh, it was like a gardening and plant place uh, that this lady had just opened up. I had walked in the door and she had explained everything to me, how to do the job, how to water the plants, this and that. And it was probably about 98 degrees in like the green room or the greenhouse that she had. And as soon as she turned around after explaining how to do the job, I walked out the back door. Yes. My God. <laughs>
8: wow.
7: That's,
2: what a what a pitch. How enticing must she have made it sound? Did you tell uh, her
0: you were
7: leaving? No, <laughs> where did the kid go? Yes,
8: I, uh, I had
7: turned around, walked back into, I guess, like where the uh, the cash register area was um, for the customers. Um, I it was uh, six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. I was seventeen years old during the summer. Yeah. I went back home. My dad was getting up just to go to work, and he looked at me and goes. Didn't you just leave to go to work? No, oh, that's. I said, yeah, but I think I'm going to just come back and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> You'll pay for everything, wow. won't you, Pa? Yeah. Nice, Tim. Yeah, and exactly. And what do you do for a living now, Tim? I'm a truck driver, and I couldn't be happier. All right, there you go. You. Good
2: you, for you. Those are the things that make yep. you find out. A lot of ghosted calls
0: coming up. We'll go to those.
2: What about you, Preston? When you did quit a job, and like I, I quit a job where it was actually it was my f- absolute first job. And I felt bad about it. I worked sure. my time in it, yeah. but there was this old couple. It was a Montgomery Ward Order Fulfillment Center. So uh, they were like Sears and Roebuck in that they had their catalog. And so people would, you could order everything from salt shakers to full canoes, mm-hmm. and they would come into the same thing. But they were like the nicest couple. And it, to me, in a way, it was as difficult. A breaking thing. up? Yes. Yeah, is like a relationship, like, so yeah. I just want to say, you guys have been great to me, but... I love you. I love you, love you. <laughs> and the guy sitting there who never stopped smoking, I never actually saw what he looked like. It was just a, a cloud
0: on top of his <laughs> collar. But, uh, Jesus, it was... I remember it just was... Yeah. Heart-wrenching. I, it, it is. It's It's along those lines. It's not quite to the level of breaking up yeah, with somebody, yeah. but it's close to it. It's definitely close to it. We had a guy, I don't know if you guys remember, at uh, at Y100, Kathy, it was before you and Nick... Uh, But we had a guy at Y100 that ghosted. Yes. yes, guy in the sales department worked there for like maybe two weeks, and, and all of a sudden just stopped showing up. <laughs> Casey was the guy. It was the guy that uh, that was. Uh, we we had a station party, and he was saying what a lousy drummer I was. Yeah. Oh man, because he, was he played drums as well, and uh, and <laughs> like after a week or so, he just stopped showing up at work. Is that what
6: it was? Yeah. Well, he was yeah. such a people person. Well, you know the best was uh, his his nickname behind his back was Dog Ass, <laughs> yeah. because uh, we had gone away on a company sort of retreat, vacation together, and he got hammered one night, and the next day he was hungover, and he just kept saying, man, I feel like dog ass. And he said it, like, dozens of times. So just, like- just
2: for a short amount of
0: time, he got to go away on that company trip. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. That
6: was pretty Uh cool. Let me go to some calls.
0: I have Caitlin on the line. Hey, Caitlin, good morning.
10: Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Caitlin? So I pulled a Cassie and I totally started ghosting my job at PNC. I was a teller there for, like, months. It was awful. I mean the tellers would start yelling at each other in the middle of the day in front of customers. Wow. They were all so they were all so mean to each other and I was like, I can't do this. So I just I stopped showing up. They my boss would call my mom because they had all that on file. They um pretty much wouldn't leave me alone for like a couple weeks and then one day before they opened. I just dropped off an envelope with my ID and my key and I just never
2: went back. All right, so that you had you had actual security stuff with you like access keys and stuff like that so, because t- for my reasoning, if you obviously hate the job, why keep going after someone and calling them? But Yeah, then, that's what I was curious yeah, yeah. about.
0: Why they would they would, why they wouldn't actively fire you yeah, after yeah. a couple of weeks of not showing up? But you had security keys I, and everything.
10: But they still could have yeah, called yes, her and they, said, look, you can't
0: work yeah, here yeah. anymore. You know, <laughs> so, they, so they never technically yeah, they, fired you?
10: No, no. they. I mean, my mom was like, I keep getting phone calls from your boss. Like, yeah. They said, you're just not showing up. And I was like, oh, no, I formally quit. They just must be confused. <laughs> oh, my so, God. And you
2: were able to lie to your mother, too, which is perfect.
10: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and then I had, an, I got another job really quickly. So All right, I, okay. I don't think she was too mad. <laughs>
0: nice. All right, thank you. Uh, Kathy, was it the YMCA
10: that you ghosted? Yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, Brittany did the same thing. (laughs) Hi, Brittany. Good morning.
10: Good morning. How are you?
0: Wonderful. So tell us about you uh, ghosting the YMCA. So
10: this is back in college. I was going to DC cubed, um, Delco, myself, uh, and I was going to the Y to start a babysitting job, and it was like 6.30 in the morning, and I just thought to myself, changing diapers that early, not going to happen. I just was a no-call, no-show.
8: I felt terrible,
10: but...
6: Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> Y? Was it the uh, Rocky Run?
10: Yes, it was, right, right there by Greater Run Mall.
2: So. Yeah. But, but didn't you have a basic idea of some of the stuff you'd be doing at the job? Yeah, right? Was it just like <laughs> totally out of the blue?
10: I know. I was an ignorant college kid, I guess, and I just thought about it, and I was like, ah, I accept it, and then I was like, ah, I don't think I can do it. It was
2: too early. So you know? I show up at McDonald's, <laughs> and
10: they want me to work with
2: hamburgers. Right,
0: yeah, right, I exactly.
10: I know, I know, but, you know, you guys help me get through the morning every morning. I'm not really a morning person, but, Well, know, thank
0: you, you. Better, so. and likewise. Thanks, Brittany. Yeah.
10: Marissa, have we
0: ever had a case, because we have, we have an internship program, speaking of college-age kids. We have. <laughs> have we had anybody ghost in an in internship before?
11: Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes it'll start where um, it's like, oh, my car's broken down. Yeah. I have some family problems. I couldn't get a ride in. I can
0: kind of uh, understand why that might happen because, A, the hours suck, you know, this early in the morning, and, B, you're not getting paid anything. But if you're serious about your future and gaining some experience, obviously, you're motivated to come back for this. But it might be, be easy true. to well, ghost on an internship. It's an easy A. To or just, it, yeah. it is.
2: And, and you, you're going to learn a lot. When, uh, the, the program produces a lot. But we've had, to, there, there may be things going on in your life. We've had a calendar girl who had
3: all five of her grandparents
8: <laughs> 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 oh, five all of them five died. Of
3: them, yeah. Yeah. God. She had trouble finding her way out of New Jersey, if I recall.
11: <laughs> As Casey said, uh, just showing up, gets you an A, um, but a lot of those people that have ghosted have come back begging to come <gasps> back. Wow. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Do you let them back? Some have come back.
2: Well, they've heard about
3: the breakfast pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
11: Steve Flores them back.
3: <laughs> all right. Steve, uh, you mentioned McDonald's and I worked there for four years. We had some epic quits people that would storm, like storm out. out screaming oh my. and there was a, there was a, a door that you could go out that you know was the where we would load in supplies when the yeah, truck yeah. would show up and and when you would not open that door because there was an alarm attached to it <laughs> every now and then somebody would just get fired up and and just be, be be done and McDonald's is one of those jobs where you can you can burn that bridge you know like you can walk out and never and never go back and so every now and then somebody would just storm at the back the alarm would go off and you just, everybody kind of look at one another and like, like all right. Well, were I'm you fired to or one. did you quit? At McDonald's? Yeah. No, I quit. I, mean, okay. I ended up going to college and um, and then, you know, so that was my last uh, round at McDonald's. So I ended up leaving amicably. But yeah, some people left him um, under uncertain terms. <laughs> By the way, and, and we've said
0: this many times, don't burn that bridge. Uh, whatever bridge it may yes. be. Because you, you may, that person, that manager or owner of McDonald's may move on and go work somewhere else. And all of a sudden you show up with a resume for. Yeah. And there they are behind the desk and you might oh, have. You're the uh, alarm Door guy right exactly even ghosting you may yeah. not want to do that you may want to formally quit it reminds me of the the quitting thing and, and doing something on the way out joe versus a volcano yes not a great i didn't think it was a great movie but anyway uh, tom hanks quits his horrible job that he hates and they have this this wheel that's a valve that says do not touch on it and it go, he finally goes over he's just like he just turns it and nothing happens like i I've waited all these years to see what would happen, (laughs) and nothing happens. Uh, Let me go to, uh, I have Brian. Hey, Brian, good morning.
7: Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken Chicken
0: pot pie. pie. That was horrible. That harmony was terrible. You're fired, Brian. Brian, you're fired. Hey, what's going on, buddy? It's
7: early. You know what? Now I'm going to (laughs)
0: ghost. What's your story, man?
7: So I was in high school. I had a regular part-time job at a supermarket. Thought, you know, it would be a good idea to get a seasonal job at Toys R Us, you know? Who doesn't love Toys R Us? Um, It was overnight. I was working, like, I guess between the two jobs. It was terrible. One day I just woke up. My alarm was supposed to go off, supposed to go into Toys R Us at, like, 11. I was like, F that and just never went back.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you get a call? Did did someone say, uh, you know follow up on it or they just figure, all right, here's another one we lost.
7: No, no. And it was you gotta figure it was seasonal, like a um, uh, yeah It wasn't like it had an all star cast going, so <laughs> Right.
2: Well you know, it goes to something my father taught me and I'm sure your your dad taught you likewise throughout your working career, Preston. Half the battle is just showing up to get it to get people to show up for the job. And uh, so that's how frequently people just don't
0: And uh, the employers get used to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to go next to this story. This sounds interesting. I am going to go to Lou. Hey, Lou, you're on the air. Good morning.
7: Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing?
0: Good. What's up, buddy?
7: Hey, yeah. Well, I was living in Hawaii one time, and I was working as a tour coordinator for a tour company. So one day a girl comes up, and she says, uh, she goes, you know, I got an extra ticket to fly back because her boyfriend had to fly early. She said, and you know, anybody wants it. Well, I bought it, went back to my apartment, and my girlfriend's going, you know, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm packing up. Where are you going? San Francisco. And I just picked up and left. You she just left? Wow. You were running tours in Hawaii? Yes. I was actually, I at the time, I was working <laughs> a desk in the Hyatt Hotel, okay. and that's when the girl came up. I used to sell tours like the, uh, the uh, Polynesian Cultural Center and... Um, the uh, the Luau's and the Arizona Memorial.
2: And so L- Lou, you, you'll forgive me, but it, it, it would be hilarious. So this is where the volcanoes are, yeah, and over here yeah, you got yeah, the yeah.
7: pineapples.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
7: I myself am Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, to this. listen. To this. I used to freak airplanes. I used to get on a, air, a charter airplane. Oh, okay. Hawaii, and these people once said to me, "They go, you know, honey, we flew all this way to get greeted by a guy with a New York." <laughs> <laughs>
8: that's,
0: great. I, love that's it. great I love it thanks Lou appreciate it man
8: you're welcome guys yeah. alright
0: all thank you Lou uh, we gotta go to this one it is Mike hi Mike good morning sir
7: good morning sorry to bother you guys at work it's Okay. It's good man
0: what's going on
7: alright so uh, when I was in college my, my best friend worked and my roommate worked at guitar center uh, for a while and then they started giving him just shifts that he could not manage so mm-hmm. he, he just stopped showing up uh, but being a musician and it being, like, the only guitar center within 100 miles, he needed to go there to, just to buy strings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he would take me with him and have me go in and, and he was like, hey, can you just get me this, these strings and this and that? Uh, but the guys that worked there knew that I was his friend because I would always show up when he was working.
8: <laughs> All right.
7: So ev- eventually, so they're like, hey, what happened to, to your buddy? And I was like, "Oh, he died." Oh, <laughs> you told them that oh he died. God. That's extreme.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
7: So uh, yeah, he he was just like, "Yeah, just tell him, just give him an excuse that you know would never make them ask for me again." So <laughs> oh what, my uh, god, so you took it
0: upon yourself to yeah. to come up with the he died excuse.
7: <laughs> I was just—it was kind of just uh, at the—I <laughs> uh, I was under pressure and I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> yeah
2: and and <laughs> in his will, he asked that you keep his guitar strong. That you know, it's a good bit of advice, though. Never ghost
0: or um, leave a place hanging that you're going to return to as a customer. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. You know, you get it. Uh, that's a perfect example. Right. This is where he needs to get his equipment, and this was probably pre the ease of internet days and uh and he needed to go in there regularly
2: right what are you gonna do well it's like like if you work at a i want to work at a comic book store i want to do that and if you screw over a place like that yes you're
0: you you know you're you're screwed yep exactly uh i'm gonna go next to roger hey roger good morning good morning guys sorry to bother you at work it's all good buddy what's
7: up um just a I was about, uh, I guess about 17, and I just started uh, a new job for a door company, and trying to make an impression, I, uh, they were looking for someone to pick up a truck that they had just got down the city.
2: What kind of Uh, truck?
7: Well, I thought it was a pickup truck, so I volunteered. You know how to drive one? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And, uh... So they dropped me off down the city, this is in the suburbs, they dropped me off down the city and uh, lo and behold, this is a massive box truck. And so I, I, I got in and I started driving it and it was brand new, plastic on the seats and the new logo on the side and oh, wow. oh, I no. decided on the way back I'm gonna stop at my parents' house to show off. Look at what, what I'm driving. <laughs> oh, you idiot. And uh, and I did and I left my parents' house. I never drove anything bigger than my Volkswagen Bug. <laughs> <laughs> there was a huge limb on a tree uh, that overlooked the uh, the road, and uh, I put that limb right through the box from the front of the truck all the way to the back of the truck. Oh you, you
2: had a tree limb blow through the top front part of the box out the
7: back. Out the back. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a can opener.
9: Oh, my so, God.
7: So I drove I drove back to Southampton, and um, they asked if I got the truck. I took Yeah, gas in the yard and dropped the keys off with the secretary, and I never saw them again. Oh
8: Did, God. God. Did they try to
7: contact you at all? They didn't. They didn't. I didn't. And neither
6: did I go back for my last paycheck. Whoa. Yeah. It's
7: just, it's just put that towards
2: the repairs, yeah.
6: yeah. You guys can
0: You're going to want to keep that. Keep that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And Roger's a truck driver now. <laughs> huh? Oh, my no, God. No. All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Oh, that's just the absolute worst. Uh, let me go to, yeah, I like this one, too. We got to take a break here in just a second. But I'll go to uh, Denise. Hi, Denise. You're on the air. Hi. Hey, what's rock. up? Thank you. Appreciate it. What's up?
10: Uh, so, I get this job. Uh, my parents recommended, it it was a friend of my parents recommended for this job, cleaning hotel rooms. Okay. So, I walk around with this girl. She shows me everything you says to clean, and then she hands me a, a rag, and she says, clean the toilet.
2: With a rag?
10: With a rag. All right. I'm like, oh, my God. So, I'm like, okay. I'm like, do you have gloves? <laughs> and she goes, oh, if you want gloves, you have to bring them with you. And I'm like... Oh, are you serious? So I clean the first one. I'm like, oh my God, I
8: can't do this.
10: How do I? How do I do this without? Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> so I, so I, I clean the first one. I'm like, I, I seriously don't have gloves. Nice, you bring your own. So I tell, I'm like a half hour. I do this. I'm like, uh, I have to go to my car. Yes. that was
2: it. Yes. I have to, uh, you left out yeah. the to drive away and never come back.
8: Yeah.
2: I would have been right with Denise. Yeah.
10: <laughs>
8: yep, no I way. mean,
10: you, you'd
2: think they'd supply you with latex gloves. Seriously. Rocks. Yeah.
8: Seriously. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I don't blame you for that one, uh, You know, have you ever had a job where you clean bathrooms, Preston? Yes. Yeah, sure. Oh, Jesus, I tell you. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I am. My I'm name like, is Casey.
6: He goes, did you ever clean bathrooms? And I started saying yes, but then he said Preston. And I go, oh, I'm not Preston.
2: <laughs> you have to remember that. Uh, think of what you've done in bathrooms and always realize that the bathroom for many people, say like late at night, is the end of the line. Yeah. I got to
0: get to a bathroom to dot, dot, dot. Right. And uh, oh my god, it's, yeah, it can be. If if you know, you think I. It's not so bad. I mean, look, it's they're going to be a little bit dirty, but every now and then somebody leaves something horrible oh. in there. So that was part of the side
6: work as a lifeguard. As a lifeguard, as, yeah, yeah. And and I actually I didn't mind cleaning the bathrooms because I, I, I thought did. it was I thought it was fairly easy because there wasn't a whole lot of scrubbing you had to do with your hands. Yeah, everything because it was be licking. Well, no, it was tile all over the place. So. It
5: was outside. Well. Ours was, anyway. We just took the hose and hosed and it down. And that's all
6: it was. was just, you know, you lay the cleaner down, and then you hose it all off, and then you're done. You yeah. I, yeah. I, I had to do a
0: little bit of that as a dishwasher. Part of that was cleaning Ugh. the bathroom, but... Um, uh, the dishwasher that's another one you gotta get used to after
3: a little while I, I got
0: used to it I, Nick I don't know about you I never
3: got used to sticking my hand in the drain and pulling out the food from the, the dishwasher oh, I, okay. I I got used to it the first couple hours I'm oh like God. okay really my, the first my, couple
8: my, hours sure my hands,
0: your, your hands your hands no. your bare hands go into food that people have, have eaten or left over and yeah. then after a while it's just like whatever Because you got water right there, you can wash it off immediately, but... And you were known for your feet. And I was known for my feet, exactly. One last call, I will go to Tony. Hi, Tony, good morning.
7: Tony, this is Tony from South Jersey. Now, I'm going to go by Tony because I'm going (laughs) to disguise my name. Okay. Okay. All In probably 1989, 1990, I used to work at a uh, Catholic church, St. Luke's Church in Stratford, and... um, I told the priest, Father McCall, one day, I says, I just can't work here no more. And he says, why? And I just, I didn't know what to say. And I just blurted out the Holy Spirit told me I had to leave. Oh. <laughs> and he says... Go, my son. Uh,
4: really? <laughs> who are you gonna
7: argue? You know
4: what? If Jesus told you that's, to leave. That's yeah. one thing one should consider.
0: If you're if you're gonna leave a, uh, if, you're gonna leave a uh, if you're gonna leave a job and you don't really have a good excuse, think about who you're talking yeah. to and yep. what they yeah, might yeah. relate to. The priest to. is like,
7: "Did he say exactly. anything about me?" Exactly. Yeah. And he put his hand on my forehead and he says, "Go, my son." There wow. You go. Right. There you right. go. Right. Thanks. That's actually
0: not bad advice. All right. Interesting. All right. Well, if you're quitting today, hopefully it's for a good reason. Hopefully you're moving on to something better. Yes. Which should be nice. We're going to take a break, so stay with us. We'll
12: be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
0: Stevensinger.com.
12: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast.
0: Saw this interesting article this morning. It was uh, conducted by Louder Sound. It was an interview and they asked a bunch of rock stars if they remembered what song was playing when they lost their virginity. Okay. Let me give you an example. So uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot said it was a Depeche Mode live album. <laughs> it was right after it had come out and I was dating a girl who was really into them. I was into them, but that album, or it could have been The Sex, he said, really made me turn the corner with them.
2: He became a big fan. After <laughs> that. Yeah, Because yeah, now you
0: have a good associated memory. Uh, Jacoby Shaddix of Papa Roach said that he was <laughs> listening to... Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. what he was listening to? <laughs> yeah, we saw he had herpes sores all over his face when we saw him one but time. But they spelled his name out. But he was listening to Kick by NXS. Great song. Oh. It's a great album. Yeah. Uh, and he added, uh, it wasn't a horrible experience. I was like 16. My or, or No, I'm sorry. He said it was a horrible experience. He said I was like 16. My mom walked in. Oh, no. So the chick jumped off me. I didn't even get to finish up. <laughs> My mom made me take her to the door, and he says, does she know me now? Oh, yeah, she knows. So it was an in excess kick. Slash said, I nearly first had sex to Aerosmith's Rocks. I'd been uh, courting this girl for months, finally got to her, into her apartment while her mom was away, and she put it on, and I played it over and over until she said, uh, you might as well go. Uh he said unusually it's the or I'm sorry usually it's the girls music that you end up having sex to so it was probably something like Fleetwood Max rumors all right which was very popular with the girls back then Uh here's an interesting one Nikki Six of Motley Crue his story said it was Seals and Crofts Summer Breeze Oh wow well really? oh, there's a beautiful song he said, really incites a good memory. And then he laughs. He said, unfortunately. No, no. Seals and cross are great. He said, I can remember the song, but not the girl. I remember her mom's cookies. And that's why it happened, because we were waiting for her mom's cookies. And I'm so fast that it worked out perfectly. <laughs> so he managed to have sex and have cookies. How does he not
2: remember the girl? Right? It was his first ever.
0: I, I mean, you, you know, clearly and I clearly
2: remember my first ever.
0: takes <laughs> the Nikki Six will has forgotten more about sex than we'll ever know. Yeah, but for your first one. That's an impactful experience. You think he might
2: know? But yet he remembers shields and Crofts makes me feel fine. Blowing into
8: my mind.
0: Uh, Doug McKagan of Guns N' Roses said the girl was older than me. I was just a punk rock kid, and she effing loved the song "Hit Me with Your Rhythm Stick" by, oh. by Ian Dury. Hit me, and he <laughs> said. Yes, I know that the title is appropriate. Uh, I didn't really know what I was doing, but she did because she was eighteen and I was fourteen.
2: Fourteen? Wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah that's young. Let me ask you: uh, in your in your earlier days, was music always a component part of sex? Um, when you were when you were setting mood, did you always put on music? That was part
0: of it. Most definitely. I put on snuff films. Uh well, how did that Yeah, that, that was work my day wasn't good. Okay. Probably should have Yeah, they ran. It. Yeah, there was music involved, most yeah. definitely. Um and it, it sometimes it was to set the mood and sometimes music just happened to be on. Do you remember your do you yes. remember was
2: there music playing when you lost your virginity?
0: Not technically. So it, it was It was a Salvation Army band. No. <laughs> it was my, my my friend Paul uh was actually uh playing piano in the living room oh, of our girls home. <laughs> And he was playing, uh, he was playing, um, oh my God, Journey, just a small town girl. Oh, uh.
7: Um, God almighty! I believe
0: it. Don't stop believing. I believe it. Yeah. So that, it wasn't while... He's playing this part. Yeah, exactly, on right. piano. So okay. you're taking your pants off to this. It wasn't... No, 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 no let me explain. All right. Okay. It wasn't while we were actually doing it at the time, but it was before we went into the bedroom because her mom Uh-oh. had a piano in the living room, and so he was just, he was tickling out this. Yeah. And so I will forever associate yeah. Losing My Virginity okay. with this song. Uh-huh. Do you have a song you associate? It with? Yes, it had
2: just come out. Okay. Battle Him, The Republic. Oh, yeah! wow. It was brand and, new. Yeah, I'm a little bit older, so I remember that. Yeah. I, actually, a song I associate the same way you're associating...
8: <laughs>
2: no, I think I have that wrong. It's a, a cheap trick song? Okay. I, I With, think... with losing your
6: virginity? Yeah, but okay. I don't
2: know if it's... Dream Place? If it was front or back. But No, no. <laughs> oh, my God.
6: word. No, I'm, oh, no. Try, I'm trying to
2: remember. Because they do, I, I clearly remember the first girl, but I don't remember if the music was playing during or as a uh, preamble to.
0: Right, right. But somehow or another, you've got some music associated. is
2: associated with me losing my virginity.
0: Who was she, by the way? A girlfriend or just a, yeah. a, one, well, a one-off? became a girlfriend. Okay. Yes. I got you. Nice. Uh, and then the last one on here is uh, Fozzie frontman Chris Yarko playing the MM barbecue. by the way. Uh, he said he had a quick anecdote of his own saying Saigon kick. He said it wasn't a ballad. It was a song called uh, Feel the Same Way. And I probably haven't listened to it. Since, but that was the tune that I had my first twelve second sexual experience. Doing.
2: Okay, when when you we are are uh, having sex there. So what's what what do you do you like something that is more um, mellifluous and moody, or do you like something like kick, like an NXS? What you
0: mean now r- in my r- life? Rhythmi- well, yeah, in general over your life, what have you preferred? Oh, in general, because now we just turn the TV on and crank the noise up with whatever's on, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the kids don't hear it. Hi kids, by the way. <laughs> We're watching a Ballflex commercial. Have a good day at school. Uh you know what? Something not distracting. Um something with or without lyrics. Uh with lyrics, I guess. Do you know what used to be a good
2: humping song uh, <laughs> or humping music? <laughs> sadness that Dumb, sadness
0: part one? Part one. Yeah, by Enigma. With, Enigma. Right, with the with the monks chanting oh, in the back. Oh, oh. That was considered a sexy song. Yeah. Yes. For some
2: reason, I don't know why. I don't know what she says, but there's... Yeah. yeah. If French in there, I don't
0: speak. French is not distracting. Kathy, on your wedding night when you lost your virginity.
5: I have no idea. Space
0: people. No music?
5: I have no
0: idea. Okay. Don't know. Oh, you've blocked it out. No, I
5: really have <laughs> I no <plan>. clue. remember. <laughs>
0: He spilled uh, his wine, and I forgot. Did you guys have music uh, the night you lost your no, 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 or day
3: a, or whenever it may have been? I had a Disney movie going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was it? it was Aladdin. Are you serious? <laughs> what's Aladdin, Aladdin has some good
2: songs. Yeah, what's one of the songs from I Aladdin? I can are uh, the, on the,
3: the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was a sophomore in college. I was old. And uh, um, we went, to, I was not even in my room. It was in somebody else's room. I don't know the girl's last name. First name's April. <laughs> and uh, she was a prospective student who wanted to come to Bucknell and then did not. We'll just refer to her as the plaintiff. Wait a minute! Oh my
5: God, you ruined her college experience. Uh, uh,
3: <laughs> so you were a
5: sophomore, for you? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, I was a late bloomer, man. How old? Twenty? Uh, no, nineteen. Okay. Yeah, and so uh, all of my friends, I, uh, most of my friends at that point had already done it, so I was, you know, one of the last to go. And yeah. um, dude, you need it, to put on Disney. It was on a it was on a, a Friday or Saturday night after a party. We went back to a friend's dorm room. It was a massive dorm room, Well, at least in retrospect, it was a massive dorm room. was probably this, half the size of the studio. And uh, we had a little loft area for me in April, snuggled up. Put on Aladdin on the VCR? I, I have a VHS tape of Aladdin. Uh, so let me ask you, because it's only natural you
2: associate your first time, like I have a warm and fuzzy feeling for for cheap trick. Maybe that's why I have such
3: a crush on Jasmine, because uh, yeah. of that one. But, there you, you go. Know, I, I think we mentioned or, this or about, the monkey. Uh, a few years back. Um, actually, the parrot, Steve. Yeah. The, uh, Gilbert Godfrey gets me off. The uh, <laughs> That was very comfortable. I have no idea whatever became of that girl, and that, that like that, that sort of bothers me a little bit. She it, left the country. No, man. Like I don't know who this person is. That, oh, so yeah, you, yeah, shared, yeah. you shared a pivotal point in your life, and she knew. I was honest with her about it. I wasn't like I got a lot yeah. of sexual experience here. Uh, That's it, my ear. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, a, a, all I know is her first name. Yeah, so like Nick, I, that is that is a, 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 an interesting thing,
2: though. You you um, yeah. Like I I don't I don't communicate with the. Uh,
8: <laughs> oh
0: my god! <laughs> so,
6: like, <laughs> Look. Your you got a brand of magic never fades. You got power. Be gentle. You can in your hand. You got some
0: punch in your hand. I'm getting hot right now, actually. <laughs> you, you,
2: in Pavlovian fashion. Yeah, you, it, you, it would elicit that kind of.
5: Does it? it, it it's, it's such sure. an important.
2: You, you had a good experience, and she I worked, did have a good experience. And hers was as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, so she that,
5: decided not to come to the school.
3: I think she didn't get in, Kathy.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she went right
2: back to working in the cafeteria. <laughs> No, not
0: talking, I, man. yeah. I, I Let feel, me undo your hair net. <laughs> Going, going to that side of things. I do feel bad that, that you don't know who that person was. I never have stayed again. in touch with the 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 person who virginized me. And every miss- once in a great while on Facebook or something like, we'll say, "Hey, how you doing?" or something. You know, is
2: there a is there
0: not that you obviously you adore your wife and that's yeah. what?
2: Is there a little
0: thing, a little of course, a little flutter? There always will be. Um, there's a there's a line in um, say anything. Aladdin, uh. <laughs> no, if, if say anything. Lloyd and and Diane doing it, uh, do it, and then he tells his friend, and and he, she goes, everything has changed, Lloyd. Yeah. No matter what, you two could be eighty years old and run into each other on the street, and it will always be there, no matter what. You wow. know, you did this yeah. thing, and. And I think they both lost their virginity in that moment. It kind of seemed that way, anyhow. Right. So I'd say, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, Whatever it is, it's not an attraction, but it's no, like, it, a connection. It is something special. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I dated the guy, so you know, for a long time. But I mean, I'm still in contact with him. We still occasionally will, you know, say hello. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll I, never forget it. Yeah. So, I still love you. You know, things like that. Uh, no. So it was. It was. You were confident
2: and. and You were having a relationship. It was, it was, you know, it was like. It meant something. Yeah, to you. I didn't
5: yeah, ruin yeah. someone's life like Nick.
0: Yeah. Case, was and destroy Disney. Right? Was there music
6: involved in you? Are you <laughs> <laughs> there there's always music involved. What's me. that in my butt? It's a
8: cassette.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually I'm still a virgin. All my children are adopted.
2: <laughs> Do you remember any was it quiet? Was it was there music? I I
6: can't help but assume fish.
2: That's what, what was prominent. You know what
6: I mean, I don't necessarily I don't know if my kids are listening right now, <laughs> so I don't want to talk about it. Really? Uh, was it
5: like after a bar?
6: No, oh, okay. no. It was actually in my friend's bed at his home. It was uh, we were. It was spring break. He had a party at his house. It was a girl that was kind of my girlfriend. Okay. It was. We had. I have Sandlot on VHS. <laughs> Here's the deal. He keeps throwing
5: the balls.
6: Here was the deal. I loved this girl, and yeah. prior to this. We had Frenched a couple of times. Okay, I was too big of a puss to like put any moves on her. Right. That particular night, there was a guy that was at this party who was macking on her big time. We had, for all intents and purposes, we she was my girlfriend. It was established, but. But he asked me. He goes, "Hey, what's going on with you guys?" And and, uh, and oh, like I didn't want to put I didn't want to put any ownership on her. So he he did. He wasn't a
2: cad. He, no, uh, he no, asked, no. He's a yeah. nice guy, All Quinn. Right.
6: If you're listening, hey yeah. man. Um, and so I'm like, no, man, she's not my girlfriend. Like you know, whatever. And so he tried to, you know, he took her out for a walk. And that's right him. out of a that's right out of a, a sitcom. Yeah. And then um, and she she rebuffed his advances. <gasps> Good. And next thing you know, we're in my buddy's bed. And she says, You know, I would have sex with you, right? And I was like, Hang
8: on one second.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
8: bam, bam. <laughs>
6: And I looked down to Kyle. I said, Dude, you got a rubber? And he said, yeah. And I said, Awesome. And then we went upstairs. And then guess what? I what? never completed. I was so drunk. Oh. You know. oh, there you go! Yeah. That's yeah. You didn't yeah. even finish out the movie. No, <laughs> so, I mean, but so there was no music. There was there was no nothing. It was like just darkness. Is and is subsequent yeah. times, yeah. Did, did
2: did music figure at, Never. as an integral part nope. of? Okay, no, I could go <laughs> either way. I you know. Silence is fine as well. In the like Christian Science reading room? I hadn't
0: even thought about that back in, you know, teenage days of, of getting that question. Of, hey, man, are you going uh, uh, yeah. to... Do you mind if I... Yeah.
6: Doesn't you mind if me, I... Yeah. Believe me, If I move in here? That hurt t- for me to say... Is your mom single? Because, <laughs> like... It might work that way now. Yeah, it might. uh. She wasn't my girlfriend, but, man, I wanted her to be my girlfriend so badly.
2: Because you're so, you are so conflicted. And Those are all life steps. And so you're thinking, am I, am I, is this my girlfriend now?
6: We had, like, Frenched twice at that point. You know, like, (laughs) French, French. French. (laughs) Had you Greeked? We had not Greeked. We never (laughs) Greeked. But the fact that that happened that way that night was is just I was not expecting it at all. Not even a little bit. It's wild because at that stage of
0: your life those those emotions are so raw, they're so uh, you know, it's new ground for you. Everything
2: and is coming online and yeah. you don't know how to deal with it.
0: Yeah. You know. And it it can cut deep. It can be it can hurt a lot. That's
2: why you get those, you know, those classic Springsteen driving into the night, running, yeah. you know, uh, the the just and you think you're the only
0: one you know and then you put on a lad and everything's fine i try to keep that in mind as i have teenagers and see their uh, emotional issues they're going through okay p- p- remember when it was you yeah yeah remember yeah when it was when it was really important and really uh-huh. painful or really awesome and the the uh, the emotions were really augmented because of that because they were so new i was
2: reading an article on on uh, dating and the in the you know uh, city or uh, dating and and apps and all this stuff and my my wife was sitting over on, on the couch and she was just doing her thing and I just looked over and I said oh, I love you so much because it's it's such a jungle out
0: there you know as far as this stuff is concerned somebody texted and this is more for Nick but it says did she rub the lamp <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so You're gonna this gonna. love this guy Prince <laughs> fabulous he-
9: <laughs> I,
2: oh. I will never now think of Aladdin in any way. But next to flowering,
3: yeah, I really don't need to see the live action one that comes out next year. <laughs> nice. They
0: did have to chase you out with a boner. Uh, hang on, here's a uh, similar thing. To which one had the mother walk
3: in on uh, them? Jacoby
7: Shaddix.
0: Jacoby Shaddix. I'll go to Jordan. Hi, Jordan. You're on the air. Hi. Right, good
7: morning. How you guys doing?
0: Good. What's up, buddy?
7: Hey. So I uh, I was watching some movie and actually Don't Stop Believing was playing as well <laughs> uh-huh. and. Full birthday week, my mom walked in on me oh. and instantly starts freaking out. She actually wanted to see the condom to make sure I was wearing one. Like, <gasps> what?
2: Wow. So it didn't. Did it? Did, did it evolve into that's not how you do it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if
7: you're gonna do it, do it like this. <laughs> I was 15 years old. It was the most embarrassing thing
0: that ever happened in my life. God, I, uh, yeah. Thank you, by the way, Jordan. I I can't imagine. We mom or dad walk. I've never had that happen. Walking in, that's in the not how
2: you do it, son.
8: <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: doing. you yeah, like, you're like it. this. First, these are your testes. Oh. <laughs> They need to be, uh, you know, manipulated, for lack oh of a God. better term. That's that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Your parents walking in on you, one of your your parents, or both uh, while you're in the throes of it. Oh, my
2: God. An early girlfriend. Uh, I mean, not to go off to derail, but, I mean, I've got to my, my <laughs> pants, everything was completely off. And the, um, we threw up a blanket quickly. Fortunately, it was sort of our thing to just sit there with a blanket on while we're watching TV in oh, our house. No. So it it wasn't like I was dr- suddenly dressed in a suit of armor, right? And uh, her parents, and then Dad came down. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know. It, 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 for some reason, had like a life epiphany and was just I can't go to sleep. And and so we actually like watched a show or two with when, me, uh, my dead. dong on the couch, yes, yes. with him <laughs> sitting right there. Unaware, or we, or either it was a
0: don't ask, don't tell. Stevie picks up the room. All right, let me see what's on. You're
8: gonna
0: love this. <laughs> oh, no. What's that in the blanket there? <laughs> it's a long story, but this movie gets me off. I've, I've told the story before, but I'll tell it again. It's so great. My best friend Steve uh, was had moved back into his parents' house for the time being. I guess he was in between jobs or, or whatever it was. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a time when cable the spice channel would come oh, yeah. on oh yeah and and it would be scrambled <laughs> but every now and then every now and then it would be like a semi clear picture bottom bo- top and bottom bending just a bit but you could see it and it was hardcore pornography yeah yeah well Steve thought it was a great opportunity to take care of himself, <laughs> which he did. And his mother walked in on him. Oh, oh man. Full-grown adult moved back into the house <laughs> and is spanking it to the Scrambled Spice Channel and full-on busted by Mom. Ricky, I saw what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt good, didn't it? Yeah. I'm like, what did you do? And he's we- just, I just sat there. I just shut my eyes and just went, oh, my do
2: God. Do you think most mothers with... I, I know my... It was three three brothers in my house growing up. Of course, my mo- my mother wasn't an idiot. Oh yeah, you know, I, I, I know there's only so
0: many models you can build in your room with the door closed. Listen, I know when it's going on in my house. It's yeah. when the kid's been in the bathroom for an hour. Yeah, you,
5: you know, know what's a long
0: shower? Yeah, on, right.
5: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend similar to yours, Preston, uh, was older, and and I think it was after college, moved back home for a little while, and came home. Drunk, bombed, was went down into the basement, watched a movie. Where's Aladdin? <laughs> there, were, Man, love
8: oh,
5: yeah. there were tissues all over the the floor, but he passed out. Oh. Oh. And when he woke up, now, I don't know <laughs> oh. if she didn't, if she thought maybe he had a cold or not, but she cleaned oh, no. him up. She had cleaned them up.
0: She mom. should have made him into like a little bouquet or something Oh, no, like
1: my that. gosh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you my have mother, a cold. Gonna... It seems like you have a runny penis.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what his poor mom thought. Well,
2: uh, it's, as a parent, it's just because you know it. I don't, you know, don't have kids, but it's a natural progression in life.
0: Yeah. Doesn't mean you want to see it necessarily. Yeah. Uh, let me go to, Let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike, you're on the air. Good morning.
7: Hey, good morning. Long-time caller, first-time listener. Long-time first caller, first-time listener. I love it. Yeah.
0: Mike, what's up?
7: Hey, nothing. So, uh, 17 years old, I was, uh, you know, I was getting down for my first time. It was after a high school dance with a girl named Rachel. And um, I was so intrigued and born at that time that I actually... Was behind her, and I kind of heard the door open. Uh, looked back and connected eyes with my dad Tony, like a kind of a you know pervy Italian guy. And uh, I just uh, he got so excited, and he got excited. Uh, <laughs> what, was, what was his reaction? He was he was just so happy to see his youngest kid actually having sex. And he just gave me a quick nod and a wink and, uh, and then closed the it out. And then <laughs> then really have
2: it. This is a great to see this in a person. If you don't mind, I'm going to take care of myself for while I watch you. Steve, <laughs> and that's not how you do it. No, 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 no. you got to do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, I just violated my own son. No, <laughs> it tastes like oregano. I got to yeah. tell you something, though.
5: No, but isn't oh it a little God. bit different Thanks, for buddy. a dad when, when your son is old enough where you're like,
2: yeah. No?
5: Yeah. Good job. Dom Irera yeah.
2: has a well, great so. bit, and he talks about how the, the the difference in standards. He goes, you know, my my kid's are real stag, and he's got, you know, he's, looking, he's up there, he's banging. Around. He goes, you never hear a tango." go... My daughter,
5: <laughs> my daughter bangs them ten deep.
0: Listen to her; she's an animal up there. Uh, yeah, Kathy Casey, I guess, disagrees. He was saying no, but I. Uh, well, your
5: yeah. your kids are a little bit older now, yeah. so I think you're closer to that. Like,
0: and and I once again, I take it back to when I was that age, and there was there was nothing that I wanted to do more. Didn't you think? <laughs> didn't you
2: think? Also, I remember thinking,
0: <sighs> I've discovered something here. I don't know if anyone knows about this. (laughs) Yeah, this is ridiculous. Need to tell the world. Uh, Okay, let me go next to Josh. Josh, good morning.
7: Good morning. What's up, buddy? So uh, my my story about losing my virginity, I was actually on the couch in my basement, Mm -hmm. and me and my girlfriend thought that nobody was home. And, um, well, well, my mother was home, and she had just put her car in the shop. And so we're like, well, in the middle of the act, and the lights down low. My mother walks into the basement, flicks on the lights, and there is no blanket. Oh. There was nothing to protect us, oh. and she she just stares directly at us and froze. I swear to God, there was like a good five minutes of just dead silence of eye contact between me and my mother. Oh my While God! I was just and I was just the most awkward experience. Did you of my entire life. did you stop, Josh? Well, yeah, absolutely. We, we everyone froze, but then
2: there was there was nothing. one minute, mom. Because <laughs> <laughs> in so the movies they don't stop. Don't no. Fast. Yeah. But you notice when the president and and not to uh, to uh, derail your story, Josh, but when in in porn movies, when the mother comes in, she starts doing it with the son or stepson. It's always I like that that sort of bizarre like thing. The, she, she will never help the sun. It's it's. Uh, there's these these. There's this weird geometry to how things work out. In oh, yeah. these bizarre, yeah, yeah, yeah. porn scenarios that yeah. have, it's I, just... I think have created a whole subculture of people who expect that that's the way sex is going to be when you finally start having it.
0: Uh, yeah. I, and by the way, I did I did tell my sons that listen if if you that's do, not it. Yes. I said if you do see these movies, I'm like, it ain't that way no, in the real no, world. No no no. Just to let you in on a little secret here. All right. Uh, let me go to, this is a good one. Let me go to Danny. Hey, Danny, good morning.
7: Hey guys, you guys rock. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. What's up, buddy? Uh, funny story, not actually got walked on, but, you know, kind of got the, uh, the approval of my grandfather of all people. Excuse me? Um, Yeah, I got the approval. Um, happened to be, you know, at home with my girlfriend, so nobody was home, no big deal, first time, uh walk out of the bedroom my grandfather's standing right there and he just looks at me <laughs> gives me the nod and just says boy. Why don't, I, why don't why don't why don't you take her home in the car so she's not cold wow oh
8: you know
2: why yeah, don't you splurge I, and don't make her walk 10 miles home
7: yeah i mean i wasn't really i was 17 i really wasn't sure how that was, scenario was going to play out but he said you know what why don't you go ahead and take the car? And the car was sweet. It was a you know, it was a brand-new Cadillac. It was really nice.
2: And then tell you it's what. Better, better. Why don't you go get her something to eat, and I'll
0: stay with her for a while. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thank you, Campy. Appreciate it. All right. And <laughs> then funny. I'm going to go to one last call uh, because we do have to wrap it up. But, but they've been on call uh, on hold for like 20 minutes. Wow. Uh, going back to the song that they heard. Yes. Uh, when they lost their virginity. So it's an ano- anonymous caller. Hi, you're on
10: the air. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Yeah, my son might be listening, and I'm a completely different person now than I was 30 years ago. Okay. Um, but it was the most horrible 30 seconds of my life. But it feels like the first time came on. Oh my god. Oh, foreigner.
0: foreigner, really?
10: Yeah. You gotta, you gotta
0: admit though, that's I an know. appropriate song. Yeah. Yeah.
10: yeah. 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 And it sucked every second of it. Every
0: second <laughs> of it sucked. I'm sorry to hear that.
10: Yeah. It is what it is. Like, was it know,
0: consensual?
6: Know. It was, I'm sorry? Was it consensual at least? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, was it with foreigners. You <laughs> want to make sure it wasn't a horrible, horrible... Yeah,
0: yeah it was actually... Yeah. It was a exactly, <laughs> with Luke Graham? All right, well,
6: thank you for the call. You're
5: having sex with this person right now. Yeah. Fortunately, her son probably won't Stop recognize right. that voice.
6: Right. <laughs> well, I mean, so... I what, just that, don't want my... Uh... Do I have an identifiable voice? With what that lady's saying, there are a couple of things you should probably take into account. And and I just, um, I remember a friend telling me that um, she will never, like, uh, she'll never think of New Year's Eve the same. So every single time New Year's Eve comes around, that terrible thought will come up Mm. because that's the night that she lost her virginity. So if you are planning on losing it, you know, don't necessarily pick a, a day that you're it, a if you, day that you're going to remember, like if you have that, you're deceived You it, it might does, not have that luxury. Yeah, yeah but you man, might not. Saying, right, but right, if you yeah. can
2: sort of work towards that, <laughs> yeah. and, and that is a good thing to do. But you're right. But sometimes hormones get the better of you, yeah. and then there you go. And there, you know, I've but had, but if it, if it you know our our sage advice is if it if it can be someone that you care about and yeah. yeah. something that's. That's, That's a wonderful thing. Well,
5: and that was my case, but I don't I mean it was not it obviously wasn't horrible, but I don't remember I don't remember the first time. Probably
0: through I am, therapy. I am surprised. Wow.
5: But I mean I was with him for 4 years. Right, right. So Yeah. But I don't yeah, I don't really but remember it, that.
0: So so that that continued uh, I mean it didn't and shortly yep. after that, once a no, year.
5: No, it, okay. So so I it was, it was with on them for, for four years. Yeah, All right.
0: and, and interesting. All right. Well, thanks for your calls. But these <laughs> rock stars are weighing in on the music that was playing when they lost their virginity. And this, these guys, I mean, they're in the music industry, do associate songs with that particular time. So I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, little character study. All right, I would like to take a break. Stay there.
13: Get what you want when you want it. MMR on demand. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush, Sarah's Rock Breakdown, MMR Podcasts, the latest videos and interviews with your fave artists, and lots more. Click the On Demand tab at WMMR.com.
0: Death is whack, right? Death is whack, but listen, you gotta be careful. You could kill yourself when you sneeze, did you know that? <laughs>
2: I've heard about this. I, don't I know thought you, you
5: could blow your eyes out if you uh, kept your mouth shut.
0: You could blow your eyes
5: <laughs> yeah, out? Yeah, that was like one of the ones I Is that what I your heard. mom told you?
0: <laughs> you could blow your eyeballs out. Uh, no, but it could rupture your throat, burst an eardrum, or pop a blood vessel in your brain.
5: Oh, well, right then.
0: Researchers have uh, confirmed this. There was a guy who recently had an issue with it, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was in England. Uh, let's see here. Let's read along and find out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Many people, when they feel the sneeze coming on, they like to block all exits, essentially. Swallowing the sneeze is explosive force. Just how dangerous this can be was illustrated when a 34-year-old man showed up at the emergency services hospital in uh, Leicester, England, uh, recently, with a swollen neck and an extreme pain, the patient described a popping sensation in his neck after he tried to halt the sneeze by by pinching his nose ah. and holding his mouth closed.
2: Well, you know, when you sneeze, they say the force of the wind coming out of your body is at, like, tornado
5: speeds.
6: Yeah. I, I used to hold my sneezes in, and it bothered you guys so It did. Much. And we yeah. were just trying to save your eyeballs. No. Yeah, exactly.
5: Your eyeballs could have Well, It, it has, has nothing it, to do
6: with It sounds me. like it hurts. It does. You know, you know? what? It did. So now... Because of this, I feel you fart. (laughs) I do well. Yeah, yeah. I, I just let it all go, go, and and I hope that it relieves some of the pressure in my brain. Right, I'm I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of uh, popping a blood vessel. You are a loud sneezer, by the way. I know.
0: Yeah, but uh, listen, I don't blame you for it. It's just the way you are. Yeah. Physically, it's just. I think it's the way you were raised. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, those are the loud sneezers.
6: <laughs> I probably
2: sneeze more than anybody here, though. Too right. No, when I go out into the sun, um, mm. I will sneeze twice, and then um, that's it. Casey is. I can imitate your sneeze.
6: Uh-huh. Yes.
8: Yeah.
6: Hey.
0: You change <laughs> the vowel
8: yeah, at the yeah. end of it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Just up The force of the snee, the suppressed sneeze, has ruptured and torn open the back of the throat, according to this guy. They did a CAT scan on him. Yeah, uh, the man who could barely swallow or talk was admitted to the hospital, where he was tube-fed and given intravenous uh, antibiotics until the swelling and pain subsided. Excuse me,
8: Mister
0: Diesel. <laughs> It's about
2: family. Who, who should we call? The family.
7: <laughs> Wait, that's what caused it? The name is God.
2: Maybe that's what happened to Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to that, he's like, I'd like to do a movie about street racing. <gasps> Excuse me a second. <gasps> It'll be my <more> family. <laughs> <laughs> what happened?
3: I was supposed to sneeze.
0: Hey, I got a lot of calls coming in. I'm
7: going to go to Vinny. Hey, Vinny, good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, what's up, bud? Well, about... Four years ago, I held in a sneeze trying to be quiet to get the dog out of the girl's room, mm-hmm. and I blew out my L4-L5 disc. <gasps> Dude. Oh, man. Oh, my God. So bad, it went into my L5-S1 and pinched my
0: sciatic nerve like 90%. Hang on a second. Wow. Where Where is that in your spine? Is that up high or down low?
7: Down low. And and so you ended up getting sciatica from that? Well, it it, it blew down like a teardrop because your, your disc is like a tapioca pudding. Yeah. And it went into my it went down and it pinched that nerve like ninety percent. I couldn't walk hundred feet without just dropping to the floor. And did you and did you know it immediately? Oh, I screamed. Oh wow. So <laughs> I took me twenty minutes to put my shoes on. Um, I was I, choked out for about a month and then I had a micro Oh my god,
2: that's where they send in tiny people to uh, yeah. a spaceship <laughs> to yeah. hey, uh, search inside the body. <laughs> yeah, like you, inner space, inner space yeah. or fantastic voyage. Yeah.
6: <laughs> did you wake up your daughter?
7: Oh, I woke everybody up. (laughs) I mean, mean, it felt like a shotgun blew out of my back. So I told everybody
2: not
6: holding
7: a sneeze.
2: So, then it was your your modus operandi up uh, up to that point. You just always suppress your sneezes, but this one got away from you.
7: Uh, Yeah, I would try and hold them in, but the doctor said it's a violent act. So I don't hold anything. I don't care if the president's speaking. I'm going (laughs) to let
0: it out. Yeah, that's Good advice. Thanks, Vinny. I was at... um, I'll never forget it. I was at Jim Stakes on South Street one time. And there was a woman, a very large woman, that was in that place. And I think I've imitated this before. This is her sneezing. I thought I thought somebody got stabbed or something like that. Because it was like this. Steve, it was... Ah! I just thought it was... Really? Was, yeah, I kid you not. And then she did it two more times. And I'm like, oh, my God, that woman sneezed. What <laughs> the hell? Ah!
8: <laughs> that was
0: her sneeze. That it, if she, it, that might be a little selling, right? I, dude, no, not from you, from her. No, no, no. I I just I don't know, but I and I, I wonder, <gasps> maybe I maybe I, I I projected this in my mind and it didn't really happen. But I think there was saliva all over the. Oh. No. Maybe that's just me putting that image in my own head, but I'm not sure. But I remember it being crazy how loud.
3: More yeah, <laughs> if you're out in the open and you feel a sneeze coming on, and there's a little bit of sun in the sky, and you, like there's you don't have to put your hands in front of your face. Yeah, it's very freeing. Oh yeah, you can see. I out love the, doing yes. that. It's, it's a wonderful feeling. The yeah. only way you
2: can
0: match that is by peeing in your neighbor's hedges, right? <laughs> no, I agree. When you have the opportunity to just sneeze without covering it.
8: <laughs> oh,
6: I feel like if you sneeze, <laughs> it's like to in Tommy. I'm free. Yeah. I'm free. Yeah. I feel like if you sneeze, if you sneeze towards the ground, you don't have to cover your mouth. You lift uh, off. Yeah. 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 I don't think so. I do
0: outside. You don't. I do the uh, I do the crook of my elbow thing. Yes. That's that's where I sneeze now. I used to do. I used to sneeze <laughs> into my hand. No,
5: you can't but then do Then your hands
0: got yeah. all kinds I of.
8: My I learned that.
5: I learned that salsa dancing because people would get sick, and it was like you're you're dancing, you know, with somebody. You're holding their hands. You're you know, so you had to sneeze into your elbow.
6: Well, um, isn't that kind of like the dab now? Is yeah. You're. You're. Why well, sneeze, sneeze into my shirt? I'll, I'll pull the uh, the neck of my shirt out. Yeah, and
0: yeah. Boom. You do do that. That's yeah. right. Uh, and and you do what?
6: The other the. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs>
0: used
2: to do that. <laughs>
0: uh, let me go to Linda. Hello, Linda. Good morning.
10: Good morning. What's up, Linda? <laughs> no, I called in to tell you that my mother actually blew a hole in her lung from sneezing, and then she walked around for about a whole week not realizing that her whole left lung was collapsed.
0: So she had a collapsed lung from, <laughs> from sneezing, sneezing. Yeah, and she must, she must have been in pain. Did she think she just had some she kind was. of, she pulled something?
10: Yeah, that's what she thought. Yeah. She thought she pulled her back. And when mm. they went in to do the MRI, the hole actually looked like a bullet hole. Holy hell. Oh, wow. Linda,
2: by any chance, was she a fan of cheese stinks? <laughs> yeah.
0: God. That's it was crazy. Hey, Linda, yeah. did, they, did they have to stick
10: a tube in her side? Yes, they did. They oh. put a the tube right in her side oh. she had to stay awake for the whole thing. You guys if ever you seen when they do that? Yeah, they're
2: no. basically reinflating the lungs. Oh, oh dear yeah.
10: God. And it just blew right back up the minute they put the uh, tube right in her side. Probably should have given her a yeah.
6: tracheotomy, don't you think, Steve? <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, I, I can do
2: them. I mean, I, I, I can't say I know completely well, I've seen YouTube just, videos. Yeah. <laughs> like, held in
10: the sneeze but didn't hold in the sneeze. Yeah. So never hold in your
7: sneezes. You can blow a hole in your lungs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, All
6: right, wow. thank you, Linda. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's sage Steve, advice. cat sneezes are pretty funny. Oh I have my, my like 1000 them. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. my cat uh yeah, Tingles. <laughs> yep. You yep. walk down, you make yourself
2: some coffee, come back up. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. It's hilarious. Uh I'm going to go to Kim next. Hi Kim, good morning.
10: <laughs> Good morning. I work in the food industry, and sometimes it's not convenient to sneeze. Yeah. You don't want to hold in, as we just heard everyone else say. Mm -hmm. So say the word grapefruit three times out loud. It's an old wives' tale, but it works. (laughs) It clears the dust out of your nose. We... you can actually whisper it if you don't want to say it. Yeah, the word grapefruit. Grapefruit. We
0: we did something different, but it wasn't you about the sneeze. If you saw someone doing the telltale, open mouth, eyes closed, about ready to sneeze, my sister would do this. She'd go, coconut. And then you would stop. Huh. Because you'd go, what the F are you saying coconuts for? And it interrupts whatever is going on uh. in your mind. And and if you get distracted when you're about to yeah. sneeze, you won't sneeze. I'd be pissed, though. I know. Yeah, I, I want to sneeze I, I, I know. I know. You can do that before an orgasm, too. Coconuts. <laughs> coconuts. Uh, uh, coconuts. What? Yeah. <laughs> it might work. I don't know. But great. times. I have sneezing... Um, can exasperate, exasperate a, uh, a migraine for me. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, really? Which, oh, yeah, big time. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't cause one. If I have one that's brewing um, because they, they go in, at a certain intensity level, it begins small and then works its way up, and I, you got to catch it ahead of time with the medication. If I have one brewing and I sneeze, bang, uh, dude. It's just uh. like lighting the fuse, and it's horrible. So, if you have one already working, you're saying that'll exacerbate it yeah. into a full blown, yeah, holy f, yeah, and, and it turns into a, this pulsating, pounding, horrible, painful experience. But uh, so I've learned to uh, to uh, to you know stop my sneezing. If I feel one coming on, I will you know. Like sniffle or, or wiggle my nose or, or do whatever I got to do to just say, don't sneeze,
3: do not do it. Like the caller said, put uh, grapefruit wedges in your nose. Okay, that's what I should do. I totally forgot this story until uh, somebody texted in, but Sammy Sosa went on the disabled list because of a sneeze sneezing attack. He threw out his back, he had a sprained ligament in his lower back, and he went to the DL. This was back in 2004. Wow. Uh, and so he had two violent sneezes that brought on back spasms, and then he missed... He missed the action. They say after the first sneeze,
2: Nick, which was so powerful, he actually instantly turned white. <laughs> <laughs> he
8: went pink first. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, let me go to Tim. Hi, Tim. Are you on the air? Good morning.
7: Yeah, so I think it was uh, Preston, you were talking about someone who uh, just yells when they sneeze. After yes. they're getting stabbed. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I had a coworker that I worked with for a little while. Uh it was in an office, uh, it, alone in a room by myself. First time I heard it, it was like the, the whole hallway down, <laughs> and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I just hear. Ah! <laughs> 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 I'm like, looking around. I'm like, "Oh my god, are we?" Do
2: I need to hide right now? Or are we, are we hide? I, I'd be terrified. shoot her. especially if it's a doctor's office and there are people in the, in the, in the waiting room. How's he doing? Yeah.
5: I do that sometimes. It, yeah. That it feels better,
7: especially because I was just alone in a room by myself, really. <laughs> Four hours just in my own head, and
2: all of a sudden, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I know. Well, you know,
7: what, what is
2: it, Thanks, uh, it physically? The you know, I know you guys are all pre med, but the um, why is the sneeze necessary? Uh, well,
7: what's your also, body doing? Why,
2: why, what is the reaction that's causing that expulsion to take
0: place? Uh, let's find out, and let's also get audio of whatever this woman is doing on this video mm-hmm. that they're playing because it's
5: like a screaming sneeze, is that what it is? Yeah, it, okay, I so like it.
0: There's, there's a mom, uh, that, that somebody I got. I'm assuming they filmed their mother who's doing some kind of a sneeze, but i got got to hear this. Oh, that'd be awesome if that was your sneeze. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. We did
5: have, remember, we did have an intern who was like, Really? Yeah, I I think it was, that's what it was was like. Can you imagine?
6: I don't know who that is. Um, I'd also like to know what the heck a, uh, a, a hiccup is. Because those well, things are annoying. annoying. Cup, yeah. yeah, that's like an involuntary
3: contraction of the diaphragm. I oh, don't like it, and there's there's nothing you can do about it. And they there's I think maybe we talked about it. Or I just looked it up a long time ago, but like there's uh, it's just involuntary with no real reason, Casey, and it doesn't actually accomplish anything. It's just this weird glitch in the human body. Yeah, wow. uh, I had yeah. heard.
6: Well, uh, a bartender uh, one time gave me a um, a lemon wedge with bitters on it. And that worked. And it cured it. Yeah. I love cures for the hiccups. Interesting. (laughs) That's another conversation.
0: Uh, I will go to Matt. Hi, Matt, you're on the air. Good morning.
7: Hey guys, I like to listen to your show and do other things too. <laughs> <laughs> I like to enjoy. It. Wow. Yeah, we <laughs> like to rock and roll. Do other things. Yeah. yeah.
4: What's up, um, Matt?
7: <laughs> I, in the summertime, obviously when the allergies are a lot worse, uh, I'll sneeze for fifteen or twenty times in a row. Oh, wow. And I, I don't. It, nothing will stop it.
0: How I, are they rapid fire or are there slight pauses between each one?
7: Yeah, they could be pauses. There could be like. Five or ten seconds, or you know, like a half a minute. Is it, okay.
2: Does it? At a certain point, do you feel sort of a a, a release? As you know, oh,
7: every time, like it feels hmm. great.
2: Yeah, like there I've heard some people. I think there's a, a a mild connection to. Is it is it the lonely guy where she sneezes to orgasm? <laughs> oh bro? God, I'm gonna sneeze! Oh Jesus! <laughs> Lucky guy, give Luffy. me that paper.
6: Yeah. No, I really I Thanks, I, I like sneezing, except for when I'm in the middle of something, like if I'm driving or. You know, or performing a bris. Something along those lines yeah. where you know, my stability is necessary. Uh, otherwise, I, I love the way sneezes feel. Uh, I'm going to go to <laughs> Jerry. Hey, Jerry, good morning.
7: Hey, good morning.
0: What's up, Jerry?
7: What's
0: going on? Yeah, just uh, want to hear what you have to say, bud.
7: Oh, oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, yeah you're on the over. air. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, my Good Lord. Name's My name's Jerry. Uh, I'm actually a brain injury survivor. Uh, I uh, cracked the back of my head open two inches. With that, brought no sense of smell, and I can't sneeze at all anymore.
2: <sighs> you ne- You what? cannot sneeze.
7: What? it, so- it- it's like, imagine, like, you get that tingling feeling when you burp, when you drink a soda. Okay. Yeah. So, so you'll begin with the, uh, the sneeze, and then it's it like, ah It doesn't finish.
2: <laughs> Do they Have you had this explained to you as to why this occurs this way? Or obviously you had the the the, the injury, and that's that's part of it. But what, what shut down?
7: Uh, when I fell, I hit the back of my head Um, from the blood force trauma, the back of my brain smacked against the back of my head, forced off like a basketball to the uh, left temple, left temple lobe. And that shift keeps from me from smelling anything. Wow. Just, just, just from just bouncing around my head like a basketball.
2: So no, no smell. You, you can't complete a sneeze. Are there any other um, effects of that uh, that head trauma?
7: Uh, circa 2005, uh, according to U of P, I was uh, uh, the fastest brain injury recovery.
6: Oh, all right. all right. Well, good for you, man. You know what's interesting is, um, you know, RC, the tattoo yeah. artist, Thanks, he sure. has no sense of smell. Yeah, I wonder if he doesn't sneeze. That's why he was able to do your taint tattoo with no problem, <laughs> if I recall correctly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And yet he can. He's the best gremlin
2: tracker
0: on earth. Um, <laughs> here's here's the, the gremlins in the town. Here's the uh, the montage of the of the grandmother sneezing. Oh so please! I have no idea what this is going to sound like, but here we go.
8: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: God. Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, the next to last one was best. I like the first one. (laughs) (laughs) The first one,
6: Casey? All
8: right.
6: Ow! Second one was good too. I like this, hang
0: on. The second one? Hey yeah, man.
6: here. Let's try it.
8: <laughs> Jesus. She looks like
0: Hubble. a bull.
2: Looks like a teamster in drag. A love
8: you. I Space telescope. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Oh, yeah, it <laughs> Hello. I, I love you. I love you. I love you. He gave it
3: My dad would scream when he would sneeze He's actually I think that there's some control that you can implement Because his is They've gotten quieter over the years But when we were younger When we were kids growing up He would wake up the house with his sneezes
2: I, th- I think also a, a lot of people want to f- help help finesse it out even yeah. more to
0: just sort of purge the system. Kathy, I remember now. I remember the intern. It was a girl, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember who exactly that was, but know. it was. But I remember the first time I heard it. I go,
8: what?
0: was that a sneeze? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like.
8: Ah!
0: <laughs> it was like it had the lead
8: up. Yeah.
2: I think if you're a dude, if you're like you know Charles
8: Bronson or whatever, <laughs> excuse
3: me for a second.
8: <laughs> well, somebody texted
3: in earlier, Steve, that said he's like six, 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 250, but he sneezes like a frightened geisha. Okay,
8: all right. Oh, ah,
0: nice snort. I gotta quit snorting I still <laughs> like the idea of that's how it changed Vin Diesel's voice All to go
2: <laughs> right,
0: Let me go to uh, Jeff next Hey Jeff good morning Hey good morning guys how are you Great man what's up buddy
7: Hey, so uh, my, uh, my mom is a loud sneezer. Now, she's, uh, she's 75, and she lives with me. And uh, so anytime that she sneezes loud, it's... Oh!
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, you were interrupted. Go ahead.
7: Sorry, so I have, to, I have to run to the other room, worried that she had a heart attack, So down on the steps. Wow. You know, so it, uh, it has stopped meals in order for me to, you know, so then I have a panic attack and something happened to her because of her loud sneeze. Let me,
2: let me ask you, with the, the, um, the very loud sneeze, is there, as Preston was imagining with this woman and the, uh, 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 eating the cheesesteak, is there spray? Does she keep it pretty contained or is it just, is it just noise or is it noise plus
0: matter?
7: It, it, it's mostly noise.
0: Okay. Well, that's a godsend. Yeah. 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 Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, I want to go to Kelly here because she's got an interesting one. Hi, Kelly. Good morning.
10: Hi, how are you guys?
0: Good. Kelly, you have a unique sneeze? Uh,
10: yeah. Whenever I sneeze, I actually shout the word
0: Jew. <laughs> you say the word Jew.
10: Yeah. which I used to work for a company run by a Jewish family. Okay. So, um, that was not always appreciated.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's how Hitler started. Well, you can't help it, Whoa. Right? right? Whoa. So h- how would it sound? like? Uh, like...
10: Like... <laughs> And it actually Jew.
0: sounds
10: like Jew. Like. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> wow. Jew,
0: yeah. Jew, Jew. Wait a second. This is catching on. Thank you, Kelly. I'm wondering if uh, you know because the the the. Like the cartoon version written out loud is "ahchu," mm-hmm. yes. And have we tailored ourselves to say oh. that when you sneeze? Because I think I think you, you actually did... reported on that, yeah, that a they're... while
2: ago. That that now sort of uh, ingrained in our thinking is this "ahchu" paradigm, yes. So that we um, we do. So, uh, we used to have another intern, president, if you remember, who did do. Uh, Chew yeah. would right, right. a, a, a full blown classic stereotypical sneeze yeah and
0: that had to be predicated on a uh, chew look up uh, how um, people in other countries sneeze oh right because uh, I want to see if they if they <laughs> they might make different sounds and uh, I think we may talk. have talked about this before yeah. um, let me go to why oh, are you getting that I have Chris on the line hi Chris good morning hey how you guys doing good what's up Chris
7: so I wanted to say when I was a kid I was about like maybe like six or seven. My dad had the uh, loudest sneeze I ever heard in my life. And it was, all, it was like one of those sneezes that he n- never had a warning for it. It was just straight up sneeze. And I would be sitting there uh, watching cartoons, minding my own I'm not paying attention to anything. And he'll be sitting next to me out of nowhere, no warning <laughs> whatsoever.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's there's no setup. It's, it it reminds you of that the video of the the panda and the baby. It's a it's a panda, right? And the yes. baby panda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's there's no setup, and you have a coronary because the person just detonates next to you.
7: Yeah, I thought
0: I was gonna have a heart attack
8: at six years old. Chris, how does it go again? A <laughs> a
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Chris. All right, Nick found it. Here we go. So, a- around the world, the Portuguese say Achim. Achim. Uh, the Polish say Apsik. And the Japanese say "hakushan." Hakusha. Hakuza. Yeah. Hakuza.
5: <laughs> <Jew>. <laughs> so, we've trained ourselves to say. Yeah, A-chim. yeah,
0: yeah. The, the Germans say. Protestant. Uh, no, not Protestant. <laughs> the Germans. <laughs> Presbyterian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Presbyterian. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that seems like a difficult thing to say during the days. Yeah,
6: does pepper make it? <laughs> uh,
0: the Germans say uh, "hot chi" or "hot cheese Is that how you would say hot that? Name? Chi. Hot, hot chi, hot chi, hot chi. Uh, Joni loves hot chi. The uh, the Hindi say "achi." Ah, All similar, right? Uh, the well, except for the the. Japanese, Japanese one, which was uh, Presbyterian no, Hakushan, Hakushan. Uh, and then you have uh, the Russian say "opchki," I guess something like that. The Turkish say "hapsu," Korean are boy Ai-chi. named Sue, i chi," Vietnamese "hot <laughs> and uh, then you have the English, which are "achu." So yeah, we've kind of trained ourselves to uh, to say those words. It's funny. Have you ever? Um, or the sounds, I guess.
2: I think I've actively my my laugh has changed over the years. I know that, uh, and so I think you can sort of just will yourself to sneeze in this in this way. You know, Let's clearly sleep. that's one of our
3: one of our interns flat out when she would laugh would uh, not laugh would <laughs> sneeze. Ah, chew. Yeah. Yeah. Preston, along these lines, um, there are uh, different animal noises that are made around the world, and maybe yes. we can talk about that some other time. But <laughs> yeah. like the way, the, what, what the cow says in Germany is different than moo. Oh, yeah. I'd love to get a German C and say. Yeah, I'm getting, a, I'm getting
0: a number of people that are, that are on the phone lines that say that their, their parents would say the S word when they would sneeze. <laughs> and one of them would say horse S every time what? he sneezed. Actually, yeah. that would work. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it, Well, hang on. Let's go to that call uh i'm gonna go to uh jen that's who it is hey jen you're on the air good morning
10: hey guys love your show thank,
0: thank you we love you jen so your dad would say horse s every time he sneezed oh
10: my god and it's so loud it just comes out of nowhere and it makes <laughs> thump. And everybody jumps in the room and he says it every single time and is he saying it
0: outright or does that just is that just how he sneezes
10: and that's how he sneezes. So, and, and we all crack up laughing, and we tell
2: him all the time that that's what he says when he sneezes. So, Jen, we're so at home or out at a restaurant, it'll sound oh, like he's, he's saying, "Oh yeah, really."
8: Okay. So, has anyone
2: <laughs> ever responded uh, out yes. like in public?
10: No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody, it's not that I've ever remembered anybody has said anything in the public about it. But this
0: just with us, like, when everybody that knows them just caught up laughing every time
10: they sneeze. That's pretty funny.
0: Horse ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Thank you. Well, if we've learned anything, it's holding it in is counterproductive. It can be dangerous, actually. You can end up it's with injured. a... Uh, yeah, you can, you can rupture your throat. You can burst an eardrum. <laughs> Uh, and you can pop a blood vessel in your brain, or you can have a a, a nerve a- accident like the one guy that called in did.
3: I don't know why I thought this, but I thought <laughs> you were about to say you could burst into flames. <laughs>
6: you can burst
3: into flames.
6: <laughs> you it can just don't have happened <laughs> <easy laughs> that I exploded into flames. No, so, you know, thank God I had the level back All right, so
0: uh, so be careful. Yeah. All right, listen, we do need to take a break. We'll be back in a second. We'll get into the bizarre file. I have saved some stories just for you. So stay with us, America. We'll
1: my Hotel Philadelphia presents
13: Chances.
1: M M RBQ
13: Saturday September 25th at BB&T Pavilion
1: and now through August 31st only you can pre-order your MM concert shirt at the WMMR.com rock shop
13: guaranteed delivery before the show
1: featuring Jane's Addiction The Offspring and Cheap Trick
13: plus every ticket gets general admission for the first 5 bands
1: Dirty Honey Weedy, need
13: a of it. Dorothy now
1: Wolfgang Van Halen Aaron Jones And Foxtrot and the Get Down
13: MMRBQ 2021
1: From 93.3 WMMR
13: Everything that rocks
0: Presented by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia In the heart of South Philly Game on my junk drawer is full. Oh, I would oh like to. I would like to clean it out if you guys don't mind. I have a few things that speak to some interests of members on the Preston and Steve radio program. Steve, we'll start with one in here that I saw that relates to you. Uh, this is according to uh, a Harvard medical student. Professor. I went to Harvard. No, this is. That's oh. not about you going to Harvard. Irving Kirsch is his name, and he says that. Hypnosis is yes. a well-studied and very legitimate form of adjunct treatment for conditions ranging from obesity and pain after surgery to anxiety and stress. So there are still people that question whether hypnosis really works. So and you yes. have recently been dabbling in the world of hypnosis. I read an article. Yeah.
2: that said about so you know I exercise a lot and do the whole deal and I, and I read an article about a uh, players using hypnosis to up their game, to up their performance, and so I called our friend Dr. Rosenberg, uh, Dr. Steven Rosenberg, Dr. and Rosenpenis. Penis, Penis. We yeah. call <laughs> lovingly call him uh, the uh, the Thor of hypnotism, is what we refer to him as. Uh, but I, and I and I said, is this something that um, that is legit? Do you do? Because I, I wanted to see if you know, just to get into a better register. And, Preston, what I also really wanted to do. I, is is beat this issue of not being able to take a nap or, or, okay. or, or, or I, hitting the wall at three o'clock and just soldiering on i just got good at just powering through it right it turns out he's been doing this with the flyers for years oh really yes he does exactly this okay so plus um, other things even including a uh, golf player uh, yeah. Go- golfers
0: yeah i want to lots wanna, of
2: golfers yeah i want to check in with him on that so, you know, and I, I'm, I've always said, I've seen people come in here when he, uh, he does the smoking cessation and they walk out and they don't smoke. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's always been this elusive thing. I know you were talking about TM, uh, Transcendental Meditation. What I do is called Mindful
0: Meditation. Okay. It's a little bit different than TM, but yeah.
2: So I, I went and uh, he did, rec- we recorded this thing. I sat in the room. He kind of interviewed me, gave me a, a couple of, of things. And it's it's sort of like a meditation affirmation thing that I listen to every day. And in like 21, 22 minutes, sometimes I fall asleep during it. And sometimes, um, you know, I'm fully lucid, but I feel <laughs> I feel completely refreshed. Yeah. I've noticed changes taking place in in my exercise um, commitment. I mean, it's always been good. I just wanted to see if I could push it further, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and uh, I am seeing it. So, so come- is
5: it meditation?
2: It, you sit there, and the same thing he does with the with the smoking cessation here with the um, with our listeners who come in. He he you what you first do is you 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 count down you know twenty right, and, and he just asks you to sort of in your mind repeat what he's saying, mm-hmm. and then you know.
5: So he's relaxing. He's, he's you. taking
2: you. He's taking you through the process, and then he's basically saying, "After me." He asked for words that I would key on that would resonate with me. What I was looking to do. And so as I'm going through it, as he goes through it, he's just saying, and I'm, I'm listening, and I put like, this what thing- words?
6: I'm sorry, like yeah, words you would key on. I, I'm just trying to I fully understand what's going on. Well, here. well
2: like, like, well, what words would I respond to? In 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 in, uh, in in reps, or 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 also, here's something. Instead of defaulting towards purchasing the healthy food that I eat already made, like going and going the extra step and going to the. Like I'm like oh, I'm just I'll just get this I'll just get this as opposed to doing taking an extra step and going to the supermarket and getting some stuff
6: or getting fresh fresh stuff, dr- all of stuff. and all that stuff
2: yeah
5: and, and Wait, so you're actually doing
6: that I'm actually doing it yeah okay I am um, I don't know if a hypnotism is real yeah or if people are just acting like they're hypnotized. Uh, and if it is, I don't know if I'm actually capable of being hypnotized. You well, don't know if I have the attention span. Sure, to, be you're, able to you're
2: do looking that. at the. You're looking at that's me. So, but it, here's the deal: these are things you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. A, B, um, you know, it, it's if even if if it was a placebo, and even if it just simply worked on that level, it's still working.
0: The thing about. Uh, and I've never <clears throat> gone for a hypnosis therapy or anything like that, Casey. But with the the mindful meditation that, and I need to get back to it. I haven't done it in months, but. The more you do it, the better you get at it is kind of the way it works. Your your ability to tune things out or to focus specifically on one or two things and not let your mind wander in that stream of consciousness to go. But the thing is that that, that what I do with this mindfulness is that you you first of all, you start thinking about every part of your body. You start at your toes and your ankles yes. and you work your way up and you think about all these different parts and you and you try to focus on those. And then, rather than block everything out, they say let the sounds come in. Listen to what's happening. Don't judge them. Don't make interpretations. Just let them come and acknowledge that they're there. And things like that at first are hard to do, mm-hmm. but then after you do them several times, it becomes a little more effortless, so I- and you can center and you can focus and you can uh, you can get away from everything else for a little long- And that's supposed to be healthy for you. I work from the from the he has me
2: work the other way from the head down. Yep. your shoulders. You do you're that feeling it, yeah. and you. And you're, And so then we count down from he counts down from 20 to zero, then from 10 to zero. Mm -hmm. And and even if you fall asleep while it's happening, you're still getting this message. It goes subliminally. It's going in there. But Kathy, so for those 21, 22 minutes that I do it during the day, I get up. You know, we always talk about the coffee napper, whatever can fight that sluggishness that you get after a nap. I'm not, I'm I'm getting right up. It's, there's no, yeah, I'm okay. not having that lag.
5: So I did something like that. You guys know, I did that Be Balanced program. Yes. And um, th- that was be, part of it. Be balanced. Yes. Be, and be, we, be balanced. it was a bunch of cheerleaders. We yeah. got together into cheers. <laughs> and then, um, but that was part of it. It, w- it was very similar to that. It was guided. Yeah. And you could fall asleep if you wanted uh, or not. It didn't matter. But, but whether or not you did, it woke you up or brought you out of that relaxation yeah. uh, like 20 minutes in and, you yeah like did you feel refreshed yes i did it's pretty wild but then i want to ask you so you said the mindful meditation you know how to meditate
0: um with or, with uh with you assistance. do the guided yeah. okay
5: so yeah. i did i just recently did this like 7 day guided they kind of teach you how to meditate and then um it's actually just an app and then you can go on to
6: to do it yourself but is it um, headspace is that what it's called by nature an uh, you know, is what i use okay. it's called candy crush
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's
5: called target.com um case it is called no it's called insight timer um and i i i really like it like I, I just started doing it and um i'd like to learn a little bit more than just that seven days but i'm really really enjoying it how long was
0: each uh, session
5: uh, so the, in learning it, it's 10 minutes. When yeah, that's all
0: I do is 10 minutes.
5: Yeah, when you go on, yep. you can like set a timer. You yep. can do 15, you can do 20, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but I seem to like the guided uh, yeah, meditations yeah. right now.
0: The way I look at it is like, I can spare 10
3: minutes. Right. You know what I mean? I, I can, you still got to set it aside, though. can stop though. everything. But no, you, you, you do. You have to dedicate that time to it. You can't yeah. just say, I'm going to do this in the drive home. Or, you know, you have to find oh, No, you, have to no, find you can't
5: meditate while you drive.
3: <laughs> no, but I mean, you know what I mean. Like, you, 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 yeah. have, you can't do it casually. You have to set aside the time to do it.
5: And mm-hmm. after the 10 minutes is up, though, I'm like... That wasn't so bad. Like, what was I going to get done in mm. those ten minutes? Like, run around my house and you know what I mean. Pr- pretty much, just go up and down the stairs ten times. Because I forgot something. Mine's
2: twenty minutes, and and my wife's like she saw me go go in. You know, like I'll, I'll close it. Or she, I guess she's just spanking it. No, but she <laughs> I, and uh, but
0: uh, well, come out refreshed. So she went. Yeah, yeah. And she she and, she and she, she's, she's trying. Yeah, but- yeah. Uh, The research found that compared to people undergoing only cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, one of the most uh, evidence-backed non-drug treatments for weight loss, depression, and many other conditions, those who undergo cognitive behavior therapy coupled with hypnosis tend to lose significantly more weight. Uh, There are also studies on the books that show hypnosis uh, can help kids avoid post-surgical pain or pain related to other medical procedures. The experts say in some ways hypnosis can be compared to guided meditation or mindfulness, where the goal is to set aside normal judgments and sensory reactions and also enter a deeper state of concentration and receptiveness. Jesus I fuck just want to sorry, go ahead.
3: another app uh- <laughs> that I've used as well, and it's called Aura. It's A-U-R-A, and uh, I used um, Headspace for a stretch, and it's really great. Uh, then they end up charging you like 60 bucks a month, so I, I dropped that one. Uh, Aura is really good. So if you're looking for a free app, go ahead and take that one.
5: Well, and you know what? Part of the what I learned in the meditation is that when you are relaxed like that, and they teach you how to take these breaths and things like that, that in life, when something is gonna get you to a point where you're gonna freak out or you're gonna get angry or you you're gonna panic well no nah. but that you're gonna react in a negatively we, a negative way that you should um you know think about that and maybe do those breathing techniques or something like that yeah it's worked Did to it work? a, a few other times I, I freaked but but, but, but you but also have thing.
2: to accept that it's not gonna it's it's not a it's not an
0: absolute across the board no, it's gonna work not, every time no not. but the more you do yes. it the easier it is to remind yourself right, of right, that. right and if you do it every day and you have those stressful situations that come up you can go Remember your breathing.
8: Yeah. Remember to yes. relax. Yes. You know yes. what
0: I mean? So, that's a hy- good one. Hypnotism, give it a shot. All right, uh, other items from the junk drawer, and this one speaks to Kathy. Yes, shopping. There's something called the target effect. Ah. Oh God, I love Yes, you're far from alone if you've ever visited a Target and end up leaving with a lot more than what you had on your list. It's it's known as the Target Effect, and a new report explains how large stores like Target make impulse buying irresistible. Uh, they say that uh, these big stores often place products strategically, so you'll buy them together, of course. Of course. And that the happy, ambient design of the stores also makes you comfortable uh so you also feel comfortable opening up your wallet. So they're pumping powdered ambient into the air. That's what they're doing. No, they're okay, so the place, believe it or not, where I have I've made probably the most impulse purchases are, is not at stores like that Target and Walmart. Right. It's usually the same stuff that I see yeah. in the checkout aisle. That's where my impulse buying usually happens. Yeah. And it's usually candy and gum and magazines right. and things right. like that. But there's a local place in Harleysville, it's the Ace Hardware store. They just have stuff on the way out that has nothing to do. It's just cool randomly cool stuff, <laughs> yeah. like little toys and things like that. And I almost always buy one. You're, you're I, talking about it. Th- I bought a doorstop one day. <laughs> yeah, yes, because it looked like it, it was in the shape of a comma. And I'm like, well, that's pretty that's cool. cool. <laughs> I could use that. It was you like ten dollars, and I bought it. A I do doorstop.
2: I do it that stuff. So at, at the true value in. in uh, Roxboro, I guess it is on Ridge Avenue. Same thing. When you check out, there are like, hey, here's a, a ah, screwdriver with a flashlight on it. Yeah,
0: look <laughs> at and, and Oh, and, and the weirdest thing, oh, here's a book on the history of Roxboro. I'll buy that. <laughs> I almost bought yesterday because I was there yesterday with my son. I almost bought a game. Where you hang a string from the ceiling oh, yeah. and I a washer those. on it, yeah. and a little hook on the wall, yes, and yeah, you yeah, swing yeah. It
5: and try to lift. Those look. are so cool. That was what is this
0: item? It's a game. I want to
5: play it. Yeah, Jace loves those games. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I so, it. Um, Home Goods, TJ Maxx, Marshalls—they have like basically yes, a separate aisle. Yeah. That you, when when you're waiting to get to the register, that's where they
2: corral you. And at the end of the aisle is somebody there with a
0: nail gun to kill you because you you basically right? feel like you're cattle. By the, the way. Kathy, I love their system at Home Goods because a little light comes on when the register's register open. Is yeah, yeah, that's available. awesome. I love that. And
5: then Bed Bath & Beyond also, um, they have like, it's just a whole other store at yeah. the at the, the cash register. Uh, it's almost
0: like the As Seen on TV <laughs> yes. at, at, be, at, yes. uh, at um, Bed Bath & Beyond.
5: I could use this oh, automatic <sighs> screwdriver. A telescoping fly swatter. <laughs> yeah.
0: I need that. And you do. Uh, yeah. You do need it.
6: By the way, Preston, this ring game... Um, I first saw it when I was in Bar Harbor Maine and it was in a store and we were not able to leave that store until, <laughs> until somebody got until, it. No no no. I didn't care if anybody got it. No? I needed to get it. <laughs> I needed
0: to get it. <laughs> they're calling that now they're giving it the target effect the name but they it's all designed. It's all right are they're, they're targeting you. Do you know and I, I was I forget who I was talking to
2: about what products and what product makers have to go through Store placement means everything. Sure. Everything, whether you're at the end of an aisle, whether you're halfway in the aisle, or whatever the, the deal is. Oh, yeah. And the amount of wheeling and dealing that goes on to get your placement changed because the whole sto- most whole the store entirely is laid out to sort of force you towards through a purchasing process
0: yeah it's a big deal for retailers uh you know that that own these products that they want to put on those shelves which shelf it gets put on kathy when we did the target thing with you the other day you made a point out to uh, uh to Nick to to pick a specific shelf because you knew where the higher well- Dollar items. Yeah, so,
5: so I knew, actually, in the electronics department with the TVs, that the more expensive TVs are above and below. And I don't know why that's the case with the TVs, but any other uh, aisle, mostly you'll see the middle shelf because it's eye level. Right. That's where you're going to find uh, the more popular products.
3: Steve, I watched a documentary a few years ago about product placement uh, or getting your product in at all at Walmart. And what that can do, what that does, if, yeah. if you get it in, it, it makes or breaks you. And and so there are these pitches that people take when they draw, they fly to Bentonville, Arkansas, and they wow. get off, and they bring. It's it's almost like Shark Tank, right? Except that it's probably more impactful because you're doing it at the biggest retailer in the entire world. That's so, wild. It's fascinating. And and then if you're doing really well, then uh, if you get into the store itself, then product placement on on the shelf it can impact you even more. And it's a whole other negotiation than at that Absolutely, point. Absolutely, yeah. Alright, uh, so that was
0: a junk drawer story for Kathy. I
3: have one now,
0: let me see. I think this one's for Casey. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what did uh, I get? What well did you get? well two things that I think speak to you in this. Uh and they're saying that millennials have been uh Blamed for killing a lot of things, but now they're being credited for bringing at least two of them back. And I know right, you want to boss. drive across the country one day, so recreational recreational vehicles are coming back.
6: Yeah, not a big fan of recreational vehicles.
0: Right? Really? Yeah, yeah, I
6: thought it, that would be right in your alley. No, if if I ever did do a drive across the country, I, I wouldn't want to do it in a in a big RV. Right, like maybe one of those ones where. It's what about van life, like the uh, the that, couple we had here? Yes, so that's what I was going to say. Uh, is, it,
0: is it the hassle of driving something big around that turns you off? Oh no, it's the danger
6: of it all. You know, I don't like the idea of people just kind of walking around the back, not um, yeah, yeah. Buckled uh, in. not buckled in or, or anything like that. But it's also, I mean, it's a giant, it's a giant truck that like people don't necessarily have a license for. You know, yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. it's not like. You know if I go buy a a, a giant RV that I have, have to go. Hap- no no, no not unless it has like air brakes or like you know what I mean or if it's, if it's over a certain amount of pounds right okay. um, then you need a, a CDL for that okay well,
0: so two things I said millennials are bringing back one of them are RVs. I thought that would speak to Casey no, but how about recliners
6: Oh man, okay yes, there I got it <laughs> All right you have them? all right so yeah do you yeah. have a recliner at home? I do. Uh, Casey, you? I do, and I don't like it. Um, I don't like mine either. I want to no. get a new one. All right, can I recommend? All right. Why
5: don't you like your recliners? Uh, mine,
0: I don't... Uh, there's a picky reason, but when when you lean back, the... the Jeeves oh, can't fan you right. No, the part where your where back leans back on, where you rest yeah. your back and you lean back, it's too... It goes back too easily. So, like, if you... Go, you can't just go back a little and okay. stop there. You got to go all the way back. Right, right, right. And while I do like to lie prone... Uh, I I don't uh, like to do that every single time, but Not I yet. do. You guys know me. I all have right. my feet up all the time. Yeah. We'll be in a meeting with the CEO of the company. Yes, and I'll put my feet up on the table. Your I'm feet just, will be right in her face. I'm more comfortable. with That Bill used to
6: hate that. Yeah, he's used to it you now for 13 I think years. You know who much. really hates is Bill Burns. Oh, he hates it. When oh, yeah. My, no, my he, feet He up? finds it. Well, I mean, listen. He comes from like corporate America. He wears a tie to work. Yeah. So he irons his underwear. <laughs> he irons his <laughs> underwear. Um,
5: Listen, you guys don't play football in the meetings anymore, so all right, feed we up go. is okay. Sometimes
6: well, we do. Real quick before I
0: get your, your comment, Steve. Lazy Boy shares have jumped more than 20% recently. And during the company's recent earnings call, its CEO highlighted its acquisition of Joybird, a legacy sofa company known for mid-century modern products and e-commerce first strategy to reach the millennial consumer. Um, so they're saying that uh, that apparently there's a new interest in recliners yeah so
2: we we um i've always loved recliners but they're always they always break or they're always there's always an issue so but i've always been also fascinated with these chairs you see in brookstone these massage chairs you know and they have these things and there's always people waiting in line to get them we went to the home show in philadelphia a, a couple of months ago and so the company that makes those chairs was there and the price for it at the home show was, like, dramatically less, like, crazy, you know, you know cr- crazy reduction. So we got one. <laughs> this chair is freaking awesome. It does the zero, you know, the zero gravity, what they call it, where you it, it tilts back all the way so you're just sort of resting, floating. It massages. It does all these things. Preston, it, it heats up. It has Bluetooth speakers in it. Nice. It's crazy, but it's a... It's a <laughs> It's a, you go into the, the, liberty case you saw it, did you see it when you came I to this? oh yeah,
6: yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's just this thing, but it's, it's un real nice. I would say, let say bite the bullet if you've ever considered doing it. Is uh, this the video of it? The, the one that I have is the, the Dewa 3D, I believe yeah. it's called. Okay. So it's whatever, however your, your body, you know, uh, it, it scans the deal. But the only you, thing it's missing is a mouth to pleasure you, man. Look at this I know, thing. No, I, I got the attachment now. Okay. <laughs> the, the, no, the uh, uh, the home show. Honestly, if you go directly through the company, you're dealing directly through them. The price reduction is tremendous.
0: By nice. the way, people are correcting me. It's supine, not prone. The position that I like. Prone <laughs> okay. would be on your stomach, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's nice too. Yeah. Okay. I've yet to find a chair that does that. Uh, so anyhow, yes, yeah, so, uh, sales are up big time on recliners and also RVs, uh, because they were up like 17 to 18%. Today. What about,
2: uh, RVs with recliners in them? <laughs> Somebody texted it. and said that they had that. Yeah, oh, we did that. too. Yeah. And then the camp out for hunger press yeah, and the, yeah. uh, the, 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 couches all have well recliner chairs. My,
6: my sister has an RV. It's a, a, technically it's called a fifth wheel, yep. right? It's awesome. And they bought it be- with, you know, they had these pie in the sky dreams, that yeah. they are going to drive all over the place for it. And then, lo and behold, their kids got involved with, like, baseball, and that's what they do all summer long is they go to these baseball tournaments in and around the area. They so, drive it for the baseball. No, <laughs> no, they don't even get to use it. They're trying to sell it uh. because they, they never get to use it, so... Um, I'm a big fan of of a uh, a stationary hotel that you go to. Yeah, I, I um, wanted to tell you I don't like my recliner, Preston, because I didn't buy it. I didn't sit in it and try it out. Okay. I uh, my wife did it and I and she came home with it and woman. So, yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> shut up, woman. Oh, shut up, <laughs> up woman. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I, you were asking me initially, and I, I never got to tell you I don't like my recliner, and and it's. Be- It's not a good recliner. It's It's not not a good recliner. It's not a good recliner. It just it doesn't have enough support at the uh, the upper part of the back. Um, It doesn't recline good enough. It's just not a good one. Casey hates his recliner. You are not a good recliner. (laughs) I also have this uh, this sectional couch that uh, we went shopping for it together. And don't even get me started about the couch. But well, guess what? what? Guess who hates the couch? Who? My wife. Guess who wanted that couch? She did. My wife. My oh. wife! <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, this is and you know, guess what? No, it's it.
6: It's like, I like or, comfortable yeah. furniture. Yeah. No one right. seems yeah. like care what I want. <laughs>
14: <laughs> I just <laughs> <you> know, <laughs>
2: haven't that goes to work and makes the money to get <laughs> like stupid furniture that no one ever even wants <laughs> what do you like? I know is that a question that's too too hard to ask?
6: <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you saying over there, honey? <laughs> I just, I just I'm a little sorry, little Sri. Bit. I, no, no, nothing. I love you. <laughs> I All love right. Control.
0: Uh I, I have one more story from the okay. uh, the anything drool. for Nick? Whoa. Or does he get short sure
7: I'm, I'm
5: really
0: I'm looking for something for Nick. Is anything wow. that has
5: to do with food.
0: Well, <laughs> that's, that's, I could be the connoisseur for just a moment if you want. Yeah, let's oh, do that. To, jump in there be because I would hate that. to leave Nick out. Uh, really shit
2: gears like a five-wheeler. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, it's time
6: for the connoisseur. Pick yeah, a food that Nick likes.
3: Uh, <laughs> Pick a food that Nick doesn't like. <laughs> There's a challenge. Coconut. No all right. Coconut? Uh, <laughs> hang on a second. I win. Olives.
6: I have olives? all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I don't like olives. I don't like coconut. coconut you know, yeah. I don't like uh, yes pickles. Christ. My cousin makes this amazing stuffed olive thing that no. I think even you could get behind. It's called the recliner. <laughs> Back to you, Preston.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, for the past 50 years, Red Delicious was the most popular apple in the United States, but that time has passed. Mm. This year, U.S. apple growers are uh, projected to produce 51.7 million boxes of Red Delicious apples uh, and 52.4 million boxes of Gala apples, putting Galas in the top spot for the first time. Are Galas uh, sweeter? I think uh, they're a little crunchier. Here's the deal. I, I There was a, wild, a little bit more flamboyant where I was eating apples quite regularly as part of my weight loss regimen, and I got to know apples pretty well. And I realized the most popular ones up until now, Red Delicious apples, I don't like them. Not um, either. Because the... I eat
2: apples all
0: the time.
2: <laughs> Someone asked me what I think about apples. <laughs>
0: Uh, I find that the 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 rind, the skin, is yeah, very bitter. I agree. In red delicious apples, there are some that it's very very mild. You can't even taste it at all, and they have a nice sweet taste to them. Like Honey Crisp apples are fantastic.
6: I'm with you. That's that Braeburn. Uh, Braeburns are good. Yep. There, you turn me on to those press. Yeah, Braeburns are really I don't good, know, but too. I never really get to pick up. What about the, um? It's about apples that people like. <laughs> I'm telling you, I eat them all the
2: time because they're a weight loss regimen. No one, <laughs> <think anybody laughs> would ask me what I thought about an apple. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you just bring them home all willy nilly. <laughs> Let me ask you your opinion, Preston, yes. on uh, the Granny Smith. Um, it, I, I have a great. <laughs> name is Smith, but uh, I, have a uh, they, I think they're
0: better uh, for baking and, and cooking with uh, and mixing with other things, as opposed to just eating one by itself. I, I, Granny Smiths are most often used for apple pies, are they not? Yeah, I believe so. Mm. There, are. They're um, really tart. Yeah, they're tart. Like Granny herself. <laughs> like, like Granny. Like like granny's.
5: Tart Smith. like Granny. The you namesake. like it
0: slow, you like it more harder with
2: a
6: firmer grip. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little tart. <laughs> but you say gala, huh? Yeah. Gala, mm. gala? Gala? Uh, gala apples, yeah. Do you, you say that? gala? Regatta gala? gala? Okay. I say gala.
5: I think it's just what they make available in the grocery stores because you see those what? more often now.
6: Uh, The Gala apples? Yeah. Okay. So,
5: yeah, of course they're going to be more popular. That's what there's out to buy.
0: Uh, Gala production will be up 5.8% from last year, while Red Delicious production will
3: be down 11%. Red Delicious are kind of mushy, too. Yeah. They kind of fall apart in your mouth. (laughs) Uh,
0: Behind the trend (laughs) is (laughs) that Americans are increasingly eating apples fresh, and so sweeter varieties are becoming more popular. Do you know what's funny, Preston? Uh, So... You know, you just, we grow up and we're so used to getting our
2: food at the supermarket. And that's where you get the food that you eat. And I have a, there's a pear tree in the backyard. (laughs) Yeah. It's just all over it. I'm like... uh and I kind of reached it, you know, It that's it. Yeah. That's where the fruit comes from. And yet I'm, I find that I have an emotional block with pulling something out of my own backyard and mm-hmm. eating it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, but it hasn't passed to a store yet.
0: No, my mom and sister, when they first moved to uh, Florida, they had citrus trees in their backyard. You know, oranges, grapefruits, yeah. limes, cool. and I'm like... This is awesome. I'm like, oh, I can yeah. just go out there and get my breakfast, you know. Yeah. And it was, it's really cool. I'm, I don't even need to work. I, even if you don't want
3: it, you go out and you eat one because
0: you got it. Yeah. yeah. I we're was all in, over the place.
3: I was in a store the other day where they were selling lemon trees, and I was wondering if you could grow them successfully here because I, I don't think it would make it through the winter no. uh, if you were to keep it outside. But uh, Steve, I bought a house in uh, December, January, and I've I've gotten into gardening. And so I'm kind of the opposite of you at this point. I have uh, several tomato plants. Uh, I got a pepper plant, and uh, I've been eating cherry tomatoes for like the last three weeks, and they're fantastic. I want to get over pop it. them in. Man. I want to get over the fear. I got a guy from Burpee coming over today. The guy Preston that uh, uh, that sent you some uh, some seeds. He's yeah, gonna, yeah, we're gonna we're talking about raised gardens. We're gonna do um, looking into doing some stuff with with those guys. So okay. yeah, uh, this is all for next spring. So maybe I'll be successful at it. Okay, very nice.
0: Uh, so, anyhow, uh, the most popular apple type in the U.S. is now the uh, Gala or Gala apples, however you say it. So, Red Delicious has been passed up. Nick, there you go. There's some food. There we go. Thanks, man. All right. That's a quick Short uh, connoisseur uh, moment for you. We'll come back in just a moment, and I'll have those b stories ready to present to you. Stay with us.
12: Love it, MMR. Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy.
0: I hate
7: can you believe football is back this Eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at Acme enter Acme swoop in and win sweepstakes and you could win up to
0: $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at
6: Acme Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro stop in and discover why football is better at Acme the official super market of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve show
12: back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast.
1: WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre. Bizarre
4: Files. The spooky music brings on the Bizarre Files brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Join Casey boy and the MMR rock and rollers in the bend of the shore bike tour on August 29th. Welcome the Friday of the 13th. A warning has been sent out to parents of a young girl
0: un- who unknowingly took home a deadly marine animal that was in a shell on a Western Australian beach. After a day of playing on Coogie Beach, the girl collected some shells to take home. <laughs> As her aunt was washing them, she discovered a blue-ringed octopus was hiding in one of the shells. Wow. In Incredibly lethal. Yes, you're right, Steve. Coogie Beach, uh, surf life. What did I tell you about Coogie Beach? Uh, Savings Club uh, uploaded photos of the dangerous creature to Facebook as a warning to parents to keep an eye out for what their kids are doing at the beach. They said they look beautiful, but the bite can be
6: deadly. No one should go to Coogie Beach. Uh, Blue. By the way, isn't that what uh, Kyle Echo called Kathy Romano? <laughs> was was- she- what? Kogi uh, Romano I went to Kogi Beach once I almost yeah. died. <laughs> <laughs> Would uh, you having your kids
0: go to Kogi Beach? They said uh, they look beautiful, but it might even be the fudgy wudgy bars will kill you. Uh, blue ringed octopuses are highly venomous species and are usually found in tide pools and coral reefs. Jesus, uh, the, the octopus gets its name for the circular, iridescent blue markings, which are usually only displayed when the animal feels threatened and is about to release its poison. Uh, the chemical the octopus releases, which is in called the full moon of the Australian <laughs> summer. The children play
8: with the deadliest creatures on the beach. And the name of that beach is... (laughs) (laughs) Googie.
0: The chemical it releases is uh, tetrodotoxin and aims to. Are you allergic to that? It's target most likely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only two deaths are known to have occurred from a blue ringed octopus bite in Australia. Well, because everyone decides not to touch them. Uh, but many people have come close to dying. It's, it's made them sick. Sorry, but... sorry.
2: Special on the various levels of. To- it was actually about antitoxins and about the way you fight these things. Yep. And, and you know, needless to say, Australia has a huge a wealth of those things but the uh, the antitoxin for this particular creature is
0: so scarce that uh right guys not just to play with them it. yeah exactly uh here's a somewhat local story a pennsylvania man named john anson said that he was surprised to get a call from hershey park saying that workers found a wallet that he lost on a roller coaster 4 years oh ago my wow gosh. wow and he said the wallet became a family joke after it fell out of his pocket on the Sky Rush roller coaster in 2014. Was that the year it opened? That was four years uh, well, ago. It might have been during one of our broadcasts. It may have been mm-hmm. during our broadcast. Anson added that uh, he and his wife were shocked to hear a maintenance crew had found the wallet, which still had all of its content intact, but it was moldy and dusty. And uh, they got it back to him, which is uh, pretty cool. A hotel guest is suing Hilton worldwide for $100 million, claiming she was unknowingly filmed showering at Hampton Inn and Suites in Albany, New York, in 2015, and then blackmailed by the perv who took the footage. The lawsuit filed... You missed a spot. Uh the lawsuit filed in Virginia, listen to how freaky this is, yeah where the Hilton worldwide is based uh, claims that the woman initially had no knowledge of her private that her privacy was invaded until September this year when the self described perv reached out and informed her of his actions. Uh, the woman from Chicago received an email. Uh, ...from the blackmailer containing a link of the footage that had been posted on a pornographic website. Her name was also shared on the site. The next day, the blackmailer followed up with more personal information... ...including her reason for being in New York, which was to take the bar exam. He wrote, I'm a perv. I don't hurt anyone. I like to watch. No need to worry about me. I just like to watch and then I move on to the next. The blackmailer later asked the woman in a separate email to promise me my own show... ...or else the videos would remain on the internet and get copied on every website... He later uh, threatened to distribute the videos and her personal information if she didn't respond by the end of the day. A threat the blackmailer followed through on on October 11th. This is this year this is happening. So it was, it was, the video was taken in 2015. That is horrible. The blackmailer continued to torment the woman throughout the rest of the month at times, calling her a whore and a bitch. Uh, He's he, a pervert. He's calling her a whore and a bitch. Yeah, the emailer also began sending the footage to her co workers and eventually asking that she begin sending $1,000 for the next year, along with 2000 upfront, up front, presumably, to stop the distribution. The woman's lawyer said that he believes the blackmailer to be an employee of the hotel based on the suspect's knowledge of his client's personal information. However, the suspect's uh, exact identity has not been determined. They don't know who it is yet. No, I hope they get him. Uh, they also said that uh, the lawyer said he believes the hotel room was used repeatedly to film people over an extended period and says that he is aware of at least one other secretly filmed video guest Uh, Video. I'm sorry, film video showing a different guest in that same room. So, wow. I wonder what her co-workers did. I I hope they showed, you know, solidarity and and, and didn't... Yeah, but she's suing for $100 million. All right, one last story. Can I do one last story? All right, a driver is counting the cost of a very expensive McDonald's after his car was seized when he was caught speeding. The motorist told officers that he was concerned that his food might get cold after he overtook an unmarked police car on a single-track road in the U.K. However... After the details were checked, it was found that the uh, he wasn't insured, so his car was seized. The car was uh, found to be uninsured. Oh, I already said that. A spokesman. Did he uh, have insurance? For the police, said <laughs> it's been a positive night shift on the beat. Uh, this vehicle driver decided to overtake our officers in an unmarked vehicle at extensive, excessive speeds, putting everyone's life at risk. All because he didn't want his McDonald's to get cold. It just so happened this vehicle wasn't insured either. It's safe to say the driver wasn't loving it.
8: Don't, ah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't they waive insurance if you're trying to keep your food hot? They might. Yeah,
0: I've never really checked into that particular detail. In London, they do. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. We are taking a break. Be back in just a moment, and we'll get to lesson. Question trash and music news is coming up. What's new? Glad you asked. Evanescence. I,
1: I, I, you. Rise against.
8: Dirty
1: honey.
13: New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR.
0: Many times we, uh, we we overlook things. I mean, I mean, we do have singles mixers, yes, uh, like that from time to time. But we are all here in uh, beautiful, productive, wonderful relationships with significant others. But we, there are some people who are starting new relationships, and sometimes we 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 don't address their particular needs. And I saw this article from Women's Health Magazine. God, you're always <laughs> reading that thing. Uh, nine questions to ask your partner for an instantly deeper bond. So,
2: sort of a pre-interview. No, this is after you. You've an you've, interrogation.
0: No, no, <laughs> no. You're 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 in a relationship, and but it, but it's not like you know we're married. I mean we we've we know who we're with, and this is a person who you want to uh, get a little bit deeper with, and two so knuckles, not, deep. <laughs> not necessarily. Okay. You went there. <laughs> it took took a second. <laughs> not necessarily single, but you're beginning a relationship. So they have these nine questions you can ask your partner for an instantly deeper bond.
2: Now, you're chuckling because you must... They're, They're stupid. Okay. I mean, yeah. you... well, well, we can... I think there's so much, you know, uh, there... Uh, it's almost like the days of the snake oil salesman, Preston. I think there are so many... Uh, love gurus and people that do this sort of thing and these kind of articles that are sort of the um, the bread and butter of yeah. these
3: magazines. Are there any s- hidden nuggets in any of these? Like, anything? well, so
2: so many of these things, Nick, are are just sort of axiomatic. Like, y- okay. you would know them anyway. But I'm, I'm curious to see what this is if it's okay. making
0: you chuckle. Here, G- give us well go in chronological order because Bill likes that. I know. I'll just go in the order that yeah these yeah. questions are presented. So here we go. Uh, and these are expert-backed questions. Uh, uh, by uh, uh, Do we know the experts? They, they have their it's names. It's Joe Experts, the guy's name. No, there, there's a variety of names here. But uh, instead of the same old how is your day, these are things that you can ask <sighs> your significant Why enemy. is your day? Well, how about this? Uh, <laughs> if you won the lottery, where would you travel and why? Now come on. So yeah. you're
2: you're talking to, to make your relationship deeper. I this is just what that's a bad one. To okay. say. My wife would punch me right in the face yeah. if I but asked. But
0: that's a that. question you might ask somebody anyway. Look, hey, if we, if we won the lottery, what, oh, we, where would we, we go,
2: yeah. honey? I've always wanted to ask you. You know where I'd go? I'd go to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's who I want to be. Because I love you. <laughs> I'd take a trip to you. Yeah. All right, but uh, I'd take my boat to tuna Town. <laughs>
5: Let's just entertain this for a second. If it is a new relationship it's... I love you. <laughs> no, but say somebody is like completely loves traveling and wants to go to these exotic places and you have somebody who's not really into that. They don't like flying. Like, it's a way to find out. It's a way yeah. to find out if okay. you're a match. Okay. So
2: you know what you're right. And put this in perspective while you get carried away with this sort of bachelor's stuff. Yesterday I was vomiting in the in the afternoon after coming home from work. You yes. Were? I got sick, yes. And uh, and my wife immediately darted out, picked up some Pepto Bismol and ginger ale, and that's you know, and that's love. You know, that's you never, even though I, I she didn't want who wants to be hugged by someone who's just vomiting, but yeah. still <laughs> get away. So, from so me. remember, the, these are the important things. But right. finding out where they want to go if they won the lottery, I guess that's good too. No, yeah. but
6: you're right, Kath. I, I have um, I have met a couple of people who are with uh, significant others, husband and wife now that they don't like to go anywhere. And to me, that is crazy. One person if in it works for both of them, one, though. One person in particular, they were having a conversation. Oh, I would love to go to Paris. And he goes, oh, yeah? Pulls up a computer. Here you go. You're in Paris now. You know what I mean? And, and to,
8: That
2: was that enough. Per- for that was for enough. I, I, can, I
6: can look up Paris on the Internet. Oh, and, really? Yeah. No. Listen,
2: my wife, I told her a long time ago, do not be hampered by my... Our schedule does not allow us, you know. Listen, it, it's we have to do what we have to do. We're beholden to to ratings and so on and so forth. Uh, but I said, do not be beholden to that. And so I said, go travel if you have friends or you want to travel with family members. And she does; she loves to travel. I don't need it as much as she does, and we found a happy medium. Uh, but uh, if you can find that happy medium, medium, that's fine. That's that's fine. But I mean, to just to to totally deny it is that's a recipe for disaster.
8: Mm-hmm.
5: My mom and dad, they've been married for 40 years. My dad loves the beach, islands, sitting, relaxing. My mom needs to be where there's, like, his, you know, history. Like, uh-huh. Europe, she likes to tour the buildings and, the, you know, different things like that. They're complete opposite when it comes to traveling. Not sure that they had this conversation <laughs> for 40 right years ago. Right <laughs> beforehand,
0: yeah. All right, so that's a question. Ask I never wanted I... a daughter. I want to back up. To... Uh-huh. I never wanted a daughter. Uh, I want to back up a second. Somebody texted in answer. and says, uh, "Wait, Marissa isn't single. We don't know what Marissa. We don't is. know.
5: She's not single.
0: We don't know what Marissa. I is. believe there is there is a, a young man yeah, in well, her life. Uh, we will ask her that. Okay,
8: all right.
6: <laughs> but but that's her own. See, what kind of part? answer? Yeah, yeah. That's she's yeah. not single. <laughs> she's not. <laughs> well, she won't. She's not putting labels on no, anything, I think right? It's, it's, that's her, that's yeah. her right. She that's, that's, her, that's her, yes. Oh, wait. oh, oh she's grabbing she's her got microphone. The microphone. Oh, All right, right. This is fun it.
11: to watch you guys debate yeah. it. <laughs> I'm sure my mom's listening. She's yelling at the radio right now.
6: Mm-hmm. He's handsome.
11: I'm seeing somebody. There you go. Oh,
6: God. oh, oh my God. Oh, God. She just said it.
11: It is out there. My
6: friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: well, I said to her, like, a couple weeks ago, I said, you can stop calling him your friend now. She laughed.
2: I think Marissa out of just, she likes to vet a little bit and make sure that somebody yeah. is, yeah, she is, is two worthy two of the time. Two years or something like that. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> she knows it's right when she goes home and there's a cheese wedge on her front door. Yeah. Yeah. I always bust her chops because she's very, she ke- likes to keep things private, yeah. but when you don't, like, ask her about things, she's like, well, why, you know? Why do you ask me? Why you ask? Yeah. Like,
11: because you don't give us any answers. Well, it's so hard in this world to, like, debate what's going on air and what's not going on air because <laughs> our whole lives well, On the radio.
6: What I have learned is if you don't want it on air, you simply say... I don't yeah, want you, you guys. I don't want you guys to talk about this on the air. Or you do what I do and yeah. just stay at home and puke. Yeah. Well, right. for
11: fourteen years I forgot to ask you to say that part. So I'm trying to make up for it now. All right,
0: I've only gotten through one. All right, I'm sorry. Let's okay. I mean, go. We're holding back the list. Uh, number two. If you could be anywhere in the world this moment, where would you be and what would you be doing? I love you. Um, <laughs> I'd be
8: right with you.
0: The relationship uh, expert That's and psychotherapist. Ballooning over the Kilauea volcano, <laughs> <laughs> where well, we had chocolate-covered strawberries. Uh, but no, this, uh, this expert says uh, uh, we want our partners to be authentically curious about who we are on our deepest levels. But asking Bay to share his or her oh, innermost thoughts he loves me Bay. and desires over appetizers can be a little intense. Keep it light and fun while increasing the energy and excitement by starting with an icebreaker question like this.
2: I agree. Do you, how well do you know your wife? I, I, well. I do know my my wife is is uh, is is wonderful on so many levels, and, and and I you know, but over the course of twenty one years. You learn things, and, you know, there's always, there's still some mystery with her.
0: (laughs) All right, so here's the the third thing uh, to ask, uh, and it is, remember when we dot, 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 insert sexy. Killed that hobo. No, insert sexy memory here.
2: Oh, remember when we inserted something in our sexy memory. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Rev it, rev it up by telling your partner the moments that you've enjoyed most, asking them to share their most memorable. That dirty Sanchez. And then together bounce around ideas of new tantalizing adventures that you would both delight in. It was one hot Carl.
8: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was the hottest of Carl's. Well, go look up what hot Carl is, <laughs> or don't, or don't, or don't. No, or don't. No, no, maybe. Make sure you watch a video. Yeah, don't. you don't want to read a description, you want to see the video. Make sure of it. your boss isn't standing behind yes. yeah. you. Uh, this is "Not only will I'll this never
8: forget that blue waffle. <laughs> <Don't look.
0: laughs> not only will this liven up pillow talk, it'll also help to reinforce that sexual fire that is still burning in your relationship. I okay. love you. All right, here's here All you, right. you go. try All right. try, All right. try this one out. What makes you feel connected or disconnected to me during sex?
5: I got to go. Could
8: <laughs> <laughs> <Did>
0: you imagine <laughs> opening up that can of worms? What
2: what you well, you're connected to me, not attractive in any way, and not even remotely sexually
0: arousing. <laughs> what, a, what, what makes you feel connected to me during sex?
6: Uh, my penis? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the
5: fact that we're connected. the connection. <laughs> yeah.
6: What about eye contact, Preston? Oh,
2: I love looking in your eyes. I can see it in the mirror. I can see them in the
8: mirror.
2: Face the mirror. Please. I can see them in the bureau mirror. <laughs> By the way, remember that what was that? <laughs> remember that movie with uh,
6: De Niro, the... Um, yeah, uh, This Boy's Life. This Boy's Life. He and, can only do it from, only from, behind. from behind, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so, Steve, you don't have this problem because uh, you only have pretend children. <laughs> yes. Uh, but sometimes uh, I've heard, yeah. I've heard this, that uh, a lot of sound is made uh, by the bed mm-hmm. and headboards and walls sure. and stuff like that. Sure. So... Do you guys ever have to go, like, sideways on the bed so that you're, you know what I'm, you know so what I'm saying? So that the bed doesn't rock and so smack you're... against the the, my bed the, the wall.
0: My bed doesn't, doesn't make any noise, so we don't have to, or, or my wife, so. Okay. But we we, we make our wife. own noise.
13: Uh, okay. Uh, there are verbal it's, noises. That's what the intercom's for. Uh, yes, <laughs> as we
0: accidentally. Ah! Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're pretty certain that we gave it away the other day. We, we, we snuck off. You've got to sneak off. When you've got three kids in the house, You have to. You, they either have to be gone or, or you've got to sneak off and, and try to do it. And it's hard to find that time that you're not interrupted by someone. And sure enough, man, so we go into my bedroom. My wife and I have separate bedrooms. We go to my bedroom, which is smaller, and the bed is closer to the door, so you're actually risking a little bit yeah. with noise. In case there's not, there's also... Yeah. Just general yeah. flesh oh, smacking smack. yeah. around. There's
7: an applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's, yeah. there's applause a natural applause.
0: <laughs> yeah. And all, all of a sudden, I I, I hear or I, I hear someone walking in the hallway, and what sure enough, I see a shadow go by <laughs> uh, underneath the door. You know, you can see just a little bit underneath the door. No, we had the door locked. Oh, okay. And, but but immediately it was my daughter, and, and we knew it, and we stopped, and oh, god. Can I say this? Go ahead. I was almost there.
8: <laughs> no, yeah. I was like no, no, right, right on that. the edge.
2: And and it's it's like it's like um it's like God. getting back a career. Oh, it is it so it's, hard.
0: Yeah. It's so <laughs> difficult. You know, when you burn a pretty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but anyway, uh yeah, the but, Bifrost. Yeah. Noise is definitely an issue yeah. when it comes to. How did we get on this? I, so is it, this uh-huh. is how do you make me feel connected feel or disconnected? Connected because
6: we sex? said eye contact, and then Steve said something about In a mirror. mirror. <laughs> you, you started thinking about kids. It, uh, is, no, it, it certainly
2: does not hurt to 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 uh, to you know. I think we talked about this before. Say what you like and say what you don't like. And, yeah. and and be open to hearing
0: that. All right, so this expert says these kinds of questions help people put words to what they want and how they want to feel. What's it, this sticky stuff? It taps into your core longings. Gotcha. By asking that All question.
2: All right, there's legitimacy there. I don't know if
0: that's the way you ask it, though. It's a little clinical. All right, this is a little little different, a different, uh, uh, uh direction. If where's you, that sound coming from? No, where's that sound coming from? If you were able Where to... Where's that sound coming from? If you were able to work in any other job for a year, what would it be? Hmm. Questions like this open up the conversation to what your significant other is secretly dreaming about, and it also helps you revisit a part of their past you may not have talked about in those early days. If you were able to work in any other job for a year, what would it be? So what would you guys say? Any other job?
5: I would do probably some sort of event planning, wedding planning.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. I can't think of anything I'd want to do. I guess be a musician or something, but i have a professional gurner. A gurner, yeah. <laughs> Make, making those faces. Yeah. <laughs> you get paid for that? Yeah, of course. Okay.
2: Do. It's, yeah, sure. it's the it's the big secret that the next. It's like Bitcoin. It's the next
0: big thing. Well, bitter beer face guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's the
2: one.
14: Absolutely, yeah.
8: he's
0: the one. I mean, if I had the if I had the ability, I'd you know. Be like a golf pro or something like that, but I don't have that ability. Could, so, what about yes, working on a golf course? Would you? Yeah. What about the ranger? Ranger golf ranger drive around
3: all day. No, yeah, an army ranger. You guys need to pick it up a little bit.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just so I could
3: play free golf, it would. It probably. Yeah, work at yeah. a
0: golf course. There you go. Nick, what here. about
3: you? Uh like honestly if, if, if we won a lottery tomorrow and and No the, no no the it's what would your job be for a year? Well that's what I'm saying like yeah. if I could quit this job I love this job so this is like the dream job but um a travel agent maybe something like that? A travel agent. Yeah. Interesting. I mean and and hopefully along with that you get to actually travel and go to the places and talk about them. How about
0: how about like a uh, a restaurant reviewer? That'd be cool. A critic. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool.
9: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You wield a lot of power. How about in a there? dishwasher
6: at a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can stick your hand in the food trap. done that, yeah, and I'll get tell all pruned fingers. Our captain, Dustin and uh, Ben, when we did that river trip through the Grand Canyon last year, I was Yeah, he dug that. That's I pretty was, cool gig. It was awesome. Like a seasonal worker mm-hmm. like
0: that? Interesting. Crab fisherman off Alaska. No. Uh, all right, here you go. Here's another question to ask your significant other for an instantly deeper bond. All right. What's stressing
3: you out the most this week?
2: What's stressing you out the most this week?
3: Yeah. Uh, I these guess some questions. That's connecting with your partner um, and trying to understand them a little bit better, but it, it inherently is a stressful question. <laughs> I guess if you're the person causing the stress, it yeah, could be a little, little bit... Yeah, <laughs> you know, do you know <laughs> something? Inherently,
2: <laughs> questions are stress-generating. Right. You're, you learn that. It's all you and all your questions. Questions generate stress. So, and I've learned that. That's why you know one of the pieces of advice I always impart is I never say to my wife, "Did you do this?" It's always, "Should I do this?" Dude.
5: I've tried that. You you said that before, yeah. and I've tried that, and it doesn't work because it just says, "Yes, <laughs> yeah, you do it."
2: Well, that's, you have to be prepared <laughs> to get that answer, or, or just command him to do it.
6: Do you I, want me I to? do scoop that to now. The yeah, I do it with Steve every morning now. Yep, I go. Should I make coffee? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you know what, Steve? Years ago, that when uh, men are
0: from Mars, yeah, when, yeah. women are from Venus, some of that stuff is actually very useful, and I've used some of it as well. To
2: learn not to fix things and to just, to just understand.
0: Yeah, and so when when you do, from a guy's perspective yeah. anyway, have a confrontation of sorts or have an issue, uh, I, I have learned to shut up. Shut up. Just <laughs> shut up, up and let her talk yes and and then i there there are these magic words that that you will not believe until you use it yourself which are well how do you feel about that yeah or how does that make you feel
2: i mm-hmm. i i i hear you and oh my I god support you i haven't tried to, to say that. i
0: support you i haven't tried that
2: uh, and you know the more that you do frame it that way the way and honestly the reaction you'll get is much the, no no the woman no woman's asking, "Hey, you fix this for me no takes
3: effort though because sometimes you're fighting instinct It's
2: and hard. you you but also if you're a protective person i i love my wife dear as as we all do we love we love our, our, our I love your dearly. wife. dearly. <laughs> uh, Nick you can't keep your hands up. No. the the uh but that's part of the deal you you want um you want to do you want
6: to help make things better, but you, that doesn't make things better yeah. i uh, well, I love you well no, i'm just i'm 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 literally looking at a gay man right now. Uh, he's outside of the studio. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally looking at a gay man, and and I'm wondering <laughs> when are those, how old are those words uttered. I'm wondering how relationship how gay relationships um, compare and contrast compared to heterosexual My guess relationships. Is exactly
2: the same what? emotionally.
6: Okay, um, but you also you you're dealing with the, with the same sex. Right, that's
0: an interesting. All right, you want guess. Steve to get on the mic? He's Steve, walking in here. <laughs> yeah.
6: right. Come on in, Steve. Steve McLean,
0: who we've worked with this from is the day gay one in a... our radio, in our, our Philadelphia radio career.
3: So would it be Men Are From Mars? Men Are From Mars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you for. Uh... Hey, Steve. So I we just, just wanted up <laughs> <donut fries.
2: laughs> And here you are. You're the voice of oh, Gay American. God. Poor man. Poor man just wants some Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now you're going to have to... He's going to have to give us a
6: TED Talk now. Um... (laughs) I I don't even know where to start and how to start, but but I I guess men are from Mars, women are from Venus or however it goes, but when you're dealing with men are from Mars, men are from Mars, obviously you have... everybody has your own set and range of emotions and, and lines of thinking and everything like that, but... Are there inherent issues because you're dealing with two... Oh, Do you think it's easier? Do you think, I mean, because I'm sure you talk to, to men and women who are in heterosexual relationships. Do you think uh, being in a long-term gay relationship is, is easier than a long-term heterosexual relationship? No,
0: because a relationship takes work,
6: yeah, no right? matter what it is.
0: And before we were had been allowed to get married yeah. and we had stayed together, and people said, well, you know... How do you stay together so long? And there's really only one answer: is you don't leave. Yeah, I mean, well, no. <laughs> that's, just, that's, that's right. how you stay together. You don't, leave. because when you leave each other, even for a night or a weekend, you can't work anything out.
3: Hey, were you ever in a relationship with a woman? Well, I mean, dating in high school, yeah. okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and you, is there you, any comparison, or is it was that just too too, too early in your life? Too young,
2: yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. But that salient advice you just gave, by the way, of just you you make the commitment to work through it. You right. don't you don't go running. And you stay, you stay with it, and you, you now. There's some people who say it's work, it's work. If it's that much work, it's it's wrong. Right. But there is work involved. If you're sweating every time, every time well, you see the
0: person, of, part of the work in any relationship is like work on yourself. Yes, like uh, you're with someone else, so there's always like some level of compromise. It's not always going to be you know one way or another.
6: Right, right. so. The other night, I was sitting on the couch, and my wife was sitting on the couch as well, and I was... I, I could really go for a guy.
8: <laughs> go for a
6: dude right <laughs> <now>. um, <laughs> <so he> Texas <laughs> <to> Steve. <laughs> and I was clearly... How does that make you feel? I was not in the mood to have a conversation, and she was. And, uh, I, you know... You were what, wondering what it was... Because guy, they, the word is guys traditionally have less uh,
2: spoken... Communications during the day, correct?
6: Well, may, I don't know, but I, I think that if if the roles were reversed, and I was in having a conversation and, cle- and she clearly wasn't, I would get the message yeah. clear and go, okay, we're not talking right now. You're watching Handmaid's Tale, and I'll just let you watch Handmaid's Tale. Now... With that said, this particular instance, I was not watching Handmaid's Tale. I was actually doing work. I had my, my laptop yeah. open. I was uh, scheduling best-of shows for, you know, a, a vacation that's coming up in the near future. And so I was, like, dialed in. I was, you know? Yep. And, and She just kept asking questions. I'm like, What? You know, so would you have similar is there a situation question in there? The, the question is.
2: <laughs> thank you.
10: Oh man, what is, is going? The,
2: out. Do, do guys exactly. just walk away
0: and say, "Okay, I get it" because I'm a guy? I I, I, I personally, I think this conversation is silly <laughs> because a relationship is between. Two or more people. Yes. That it's a relationship. You have a working relationship. You have a love interest relationship. You have all kinds of relationships, and they don't work unless two people are compatible. And that's it. People's is people's, goddammit. Wow. It. Whether you're gay, straight, whatever it happens to be. Did we learn it's nothing? compatibility. Yeah, from the Muppets. From the Muppets. Uh, so, I, I don't know.
6: Take Manhattan. All right. Is that the one? It, it was Muppets, yeah. Take Take Man. Man. Muppets. Take Manhattan. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I, I
2: think know. because, listen... There's no hard and fast rule for for any relationship of any kind and, and it, it's just so there, there's so many nuances that people uh, is people. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to speak for the gay oh, community, you. and at the next meeting, I'll bring up if there's anything <laughs> that
8: I could
2: come back with.
0: By the way, please let them know they've all earned their Dunkin' Donuts for yes. today. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> thank thank you, you, Steve McClain. Thank you, Steve. One of our oldest and bestest friends in the uh, in the radio biz. When uh, when people in general, a, he sees a gay man in the art. That's <laughs> Stevie's talking about. That. Mm. Okay, can I go back to this? I think so. All right, so nine questions to ask your partner for an instantly deeper bond, and we're going to have to kind of zip right through. God damn it. Uh, What's your biggest goal for the next 10 years? You know, whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) To never have another conversation.
6: (laughs) Have you ever had a five year or ten year goal? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I achieved it. i uh, I joined Chippendale's. I, yeah. I never thought of any of the future five years, ten years until I had kids, and now I go okay. my wow.
0: my original one of my original five year goals was when we started doing a morning show was to obtain the number one rating spot. And hold it for five years. Wow!
5: Real, you had that goal. I had
0: that goal, and the reason being because my my line of thinking was because last thing I want to do is move around from place to place. I want to I want to have my roots in one spot, and I want and, I, and my rationale when we started the show was if we could get to number one and we hold that spot for five years no matter what happens even if the ratings went away after that we would still be employable because we'd be valuable to advertisers and we i could still keep my roots here in philadelphia and stay working in philadelphia you
2: have viability in the market yeah, exactly. we've seen it happen time and time again and that was that was part of the deal uh yeah so we ended up doing that threefold <laughs> we're, so. we're 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 happy about that yeah oh, yeah you're kidding. But, and then we also with that, you never take it for granted. You always, you know, you always reinvent the show and
0: always do as much as you can to uh, to spice things up. Yep. So that's what. Like uh, the
2: comb over challenge
0: for right. the uh, uh, intervention. But that was it. You asked if I had a five or 10 year plan. Yeah. That was the only one that I've ever really come up with. And then, of course, now we have a retirement plan and things yeah. like that, which are more
6: practical, you know. So. Isn't it crazy they think that you could be a grandpop in five, five years, 10 years? Uh, you could already be or a, a grandpa, grandpa or in one, one year. year. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I never thought about nah. it until this
0: moment. But no. yes, I guess that could happen. <laughs> uh, what else do we have here? What is the one thing you want to be remembered for? This is a question to ask your significant other.
3: like that one. For an instantly deeper bond. That one's got some uh, some weight to it. What is the one thing you want to be remembered for? Yeah. My singing. It's, it's kind of, uh, well, besides your singing, uh, your uh, comedy probably would stick out. Yeah, that. that. Well, well to, Entertaining to, people. To have been, to, to have been,
2: to, to... I uh, to me it's it's always important to um to have made people laugh and to have made people uh, have have a better experience you know th- and we get to do that every morning with the morning show and and just other things and and uh we always said this to, to Preston uh, with the with the show when our heads hit the pillows at night uh, in our sleep number bed we don't feel um uh, we don't feel like we've uh, you know
0: uh, Destroyed anybody's life or done yeah. anything that we regret. I don't want. I want to be remembered for inventing the taco salad. Ah, <laughs> you invented that. No, but no. I'd like to be remembered okay. for it
8: because it it's good. Because
0: yeah. it's good. I have one in eight. It's they really a long salad. Time. They're so good. Just, Just had, had one. one. <laughs> All right, and then the last question to ask your significant other to form a deeper bond is: Are, are we going to do it or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> are you ready for this? Go ahead. Yeah. How are you?
8: I can't.
0: I'm good. <laughs> I told you it was
2: you. Stupid. You know that if if, I, if you're sitting at the table and, and Dennis you? comes in and goes, sits "How are you? What are you going to start thinking?
5: Get the <laughs> <laughs> out of my face."
2: <laughs> I mean, because you're naturally... Why are you asking Hit this? Am I, am I am I putting off a vibe? Are you guilty about something? Shut up!
0: All right. So here's the, here's the rationale behind that. This is from a, a so-called expert. It says uh, one of the deepest questions you can ask your partner. When done with sincerity and intensive listening ear is, how are you? When you ask, make eye contact and don't interrupt. It's as much about the listening as asking the question. In the ultra-fast-paced world we live in today, we can lose sight of what our significant other is encountering on a personal level, be it at work, with the kids, family, or friends, while a simple question on the surface it can open up the conversation uh, really listening is the answer to... the is the key to getting... That. How are you? Yeah.
2: Well, I'm really dying for some gay sex. I'm
0: fine.
2: <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Wait, do that again? Yeah. How are you? Well, I'm really dying for some gay sex. I'm fine.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... This is a uh think made the world a better place. Uh, a little bit of information about relationship from women's health magazine. So this is intended to be directed at late. It's in- ladies. intended to provide more work for divorce attorneys. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: That's what it's intended to do. It
8: is? Yeah,
0: clearly. Sponsored by Cordell and Cordell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'm
8: not,
0: not lasting. Here are ten questions that'll
8: help help me put my kids to school. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh. I mean the the, the, the motive,
8: <laughs> the reasoning
2: for wanting to communicate is very valid. I think it's so. There, there are inherent pitfalls in questions like this.
1: Yep. All right, but take a break. Stay with us. We are right back. The President Steve Show podcast.
9: Wait, turn up the sound.
1: No. No. 93.3 no. WMMR. No. Everything that rocks.
0: Stanley passed away,
1: 95 years old.
0: Good run. Yeah. Oh man, the guy had a hell of a life.
2: Legendary accomplishments. Yeah. Even you know you talk about. Um, so his estimated worth at the time of death about 50 million dollars. There were many financial mishaps throughout his life. You know you know that the, the the franchise has made billions, mm-hmm. uh, but um, still ended up with it with a, a lot. And his adoration skipped up exponentially in the past 10, 15 years because of the movies
0: and a whole wealth of new people who are now massive fans. How great would that be near the end of your life is when you hit the height of your fame, the ascension. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh-huh. so you go out on the highest uh-huh. note possible. How yeah. amazing is that? I and didn't even he... really consider that until
6: now. Because I kind of peaked in seventh grade, and and that kind of sucks. It's that, over. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the last thirty years of my but, life, but, but been for a him, yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, and, and it's transcended. I know so many. It does. It runs across all, uh, you know, age groups. It runs across all economic strata. It's just amazing how. Uh, permeating the Marvel universe is, honestly, it's, in many ways, has saved Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I, just amazing. These, the whole superhero things, or just the comic books. Yeah. Well, oh, that's a, oh, that's, it's, it's, uh, it's nonsense. Yeah. You know, idiots, it's just these Well, these I never got into comic books, yeah. but,
6: but I never, I never thought badly about comic books or anybody who read them. Yeah. I just, I wasn't much of a reader, but I loved all of the TV shows and the movies and all of that sort of stuff. I don't think that my son and I would have ever really had a problem connecting, but... Uh, our first real connection was over these movies, you know, starting with Iron Man, however many years ago. I mean, that was that was the, the, the big one for us. My son is a huge Stan Lee fan. In fact, uh, it was either last year or the year before for school. They do this wax museum thing where yeah. everybody dresses up. And, and so his he dressed up like Stan Lee. Wow. love that guy. Oh, that, would, that
2: would have rocked Stan Lee's world to know that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah Casey, I wasn't a comic book uh, guy growing up either, but I was a Kevin Smith fan. And um, I love Clerks and I love Mall. And really, my main introduction to the impact of Stan Lee was through Kevin Smith. And and his homage to Stan Lee in Mallrats especially uh, made an impact on me. And then you guys, in particular... Brought me around to the Marvel universe. I, I did not read any of those books growing up. And Steve, your love and adoration for Iron Man in particular. <laughs> yeah. When, when those movies first started coming out, I was like, uh, more comic book stuff. You know, I was I was kind of on the fence about it. And now I am all in. Yeah. I, I love them. Uh, probably not quite as much as you guys, but I, I certainly You're love them. You're out there. Them. And, yeah. and uh, none of that would have been possible without this person. And to, to have an impact like that on so many people is pretty remarkable. When I
0: was a kid, uh, I kid, uh, collected comics, but I didn't collect Marvel comics. I'd I'd either collected like, you know, Archie and Richie Rich and Sure. Uh, but I'd but I also read the the scary ones like Creep Show and stuff like that. But I never really got into I would pick up a you know, a Captain America every now and then Spider Man, whatever, but I didn't become a collector Um, until 1995, and I was late to the X-Men game, but I remember somebody telling me about this character, Wolverine, (laughs) and and showed me a picture. I'm like, that's a wild-looking character. He's like, oh, yeah, his bones are covered in this metal adamantium. It's the hardest substance in the universe. You could drop a building on him. It wouldn't hurt him. He can regenerate, and I'm like, he's got these knives that come out. I'm like, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. And then I started buying the comics, and I got caught up in the soap opera world of it, and I was here. I am an adult man. Yeah, like hiding the fact that I'm <laughs> uh-huh. reading comic books. I was. Oh, a I'm, em- a, I'm a heroin addict. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a little embarrassed about it. Yeah, um, but I loved the story so much. My sister and I took a trip to Hawaii, and I remember we were in. Walkie key and she goes out to the beach and I'm like, eh, I'm gonna stay here. I'd found a comic shop. Oh my god. And I went by and I got like one of one of the full story arcs like Days of Future Past or whatever that was a thick book. Oh, oh, it's so good. And I just sat there for hours in the hotel room in Hawaii. Yeah. Reading this stuff <laughs> because I was so caught up on it and I fell in love with it and then I was a regular at the shops. they would pull the titles for me. I I'd used to have by. that. I'd come by every week and they'd Big set bang the, theory, they'd straight set, out of it. Set the titles aside yeah. for you and I went through that phase. I eventually got out of it. But, but the the X-Men universe is what I fell in love with with Marvel. And then it wasn't until the movies that I was like, you know, this other stuff, the Avengers just was amazing. And they surpassed X-Men as far as the movies go. But but with the comic books themselves, I was an X-Men guy.
2: Well, if you were to look, and I kid you not, from second grade on, uh, my school books, which are always covered in uh, paper bags that my mother had turned into book covers yeah. because I drew all over them you would have seen on each book hundreds of pictures of Iron Man, Captain America. Th- those those were the characters that I first started drawing. And I, I would sit there and just look at Iron Man. Yeah. And like, this is so cool. And that whole, the whole concept. And then they used to have the animated Marvel series and they the Mary Marvel Marching Society. I had my card. I was a member. <laughs> and and the whole deal it meant so much. Uh, and, and throughout the ages, Preston, the thing that You know, I love the DC stuff. Obviously, I love, you know, Batman's my favorite of all. But the thing that happened with uh, Stanley and what he brought to the world of comic books was was, uh, these were flawed characters. Uh, The the pain that Logan has throughout his life, uh, the things that are dealt with, the real world issues that made them... You know, almost more heroic because they are dealing with regular foibles that all humans deal with, yeah. and they're still trying to carry on. You know, when you're when you're near god level. I mean, I love the iconic imagery of Superman, but when you're Superman, eh? It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. When you're, you know, when you, every time you use your, every time you're Wolverine and the blades come out and they cut through your skin.
0: Yeah. It's not so pleasant. Not only that, he, he didn't know who he was. Right. He's, yeah. he's like an orphan essentially and, and therefore pushes people away. And they, right. they have all these psychological issues.
6: Yeah that you didn't have in your standard hero, which was I'll right. I'm here to save the day. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. I had I, I gotta be honest, I don't even know if I had ever really even heard of Iron Man prior to that movie. Yeah. And Steve, it was it was like your uh your, your excitement over this whole thing that, that really got to me... I mean, obviously, when, when the first trailer came out, you're like, okay, this thing is, is pretty badass, but, um, you know, I think you're... I think
2: I might have cried when I saw that trailer. Well, yeah.
6: you have... Um, and I don't know if you have it here or if it's at home, but the um, it's the sculpture of the guy making Iron Man, right? Like, the the first, the very first Iron Man? Yeah, yeah. It's like, as home. he's yeah. getting out of the cave? Right, 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 yeah. That guy?
0: Yeah. I was the same way. I, did, I knew about the character Iron Man, but it, it never really captivated me but when i saw that trailer of the suit uh breaking the sound barrier <laughs> yeah. and that you know that that cone that, right, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that vapor cone i'm like whoa well the, this is gonna be awesome there's a whole and we we
2: played the clip earlier of stanley's take on you're talking a multi-generational uh work that he's done and how how does he feel the movie's have uh, caught the flavor of what he did. I'll play it again.
1: I I just love everything that Marvel has done. They've
6: taken the things that I created, and they're making them look better than ever, and I'm getting the credit for it, and they're doing all the work. It's the greatest situation. And if I didn't like one, I wouldn't admit it, because it would be bad to do in an interview. (laughs) (laughs) Preston, and you said it
2: a a, a few years ago, and it's still as true as ever. This is every bit like when the next... Avengers movies comes. It's gone. It's a. It's the best rock show that you've ever waited for. Yeah, the it's band. The, it, the band you've been waiting for yeah. to is
0: finally coming to town, mm-hmm. and and you're excited about going to the show. That's how I feel about when these movies open. Marvel and the, specifically also the Russo brothers who've been and
2: and Kevin Feige. Is that how it's, Feige? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> these guys have been honoring stanley's work with incredible stuff and and the the stories just keep getting better and better.
6: All right, up until this point, what is your favorite stanley cameo uh to date? I know the one. I have one. Uh and it's it might be from
0: Winter Soldier or or yeah uh, no no no, it's from a uh, um uh Captain America versus Tony Stark. God damn it. Civil uh, War. Civil War. 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 Uh, uh, Are you Tony Stank? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's my favorite one. I know my kid's favorite one, though, is from Deadpool. Uh, Next on stage, Chastity. (laughs) You can't buy love, but you can rent it for three minutes. I love
2: love one that's in a a, a, a substandard, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. Where he's he's got headphones on in the library when the uh, Spider-Man and oh, there's yeah. a massive fight behind him and he yeah. can't see what's going on. Yeah, uh, but it's it's a substandard. He also has like you forget he has one in the, in the uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk. Well, you know where he doesn't really even say anything. He drinks some some tainted. He, he drinks he, the,
6: the soda right that uh, was tainted with the blood. Yeah. Now the right. word is
2: they've shot. Uh, an, still, uh, a couple of cameos. Yes. just And he he was aware. Yeah. And, and pl- there's a clip of him talking about his mortality and being afraid of death with uh, Larry King, which he was not. There
14: we go. Are you afraid of dying?
2: No, not at all.
0: Do you think he goes somewhere? Uh, no. The one thing I can't understand, I can't grasp my mind around. I feel when you die, there's just nothing. It's like when you're asleep and you're not dreaming. But I can't imagine
1: nothingness lasting forever. That's what. That's I mean. the thing that I
0: cannot get. Uh, here's I want to. Uh, we didn't play this clip earlier. Uh, Hugh Jackman, yes, played Wolverine, <clears throat> obviously for several films.
2: So think of the careers. Think
0: yeah. of the careers yeah. that have been made. Yeah. Because of what cropped up in stanley's brain essentially revived robert downey jr's absolutely career absolutely yeah. yep. made
2: him a hollywood heavy heavy hitter and chris evans chris evans yeah the whole deal
0: yeah Uh, Here we go. This is uh, Hugh Jackman remembering Stanley.
7: I remember Stan as a true gentleman who had this glint in his eye. He's a creative genius. He thought outside the box. He created a whole universe that changed the lives of many people, mine included. If you ever want to get a real understanding of where you're at in the world, and you think, I'm Wolverine, I'm walking into Comic-Con, this is, you know, this is my spot, right? This is a good day for me. And I was on a, a, a red carpet, and I was the only one on there. And no one was taking my photo, because at the other end was Stan Lee. And there was about 300 photographers and interviewers just all on Stan. And I was just like, anyway, Stan, God bless
0: you. You're one of the greats. Wow. Um, somebody or, are, people are texting in about great cameos. There's one I forgot about Big Hero 6. Yeah. there's <laughs> oh, picture of him. He's animated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. And, and he has a voice. We don't have the clip from Rats, do we? Where Jason Lee is talking to him about the, the oh, ones wow. that he's created over the years. Uh, the I, characters sure. created. Because uh, sure. Jason Lee starts listing off um all of them, and uh, and and pays homage, and it's really Kevin Smith through Jason Lee uh, paying homage to all of the characters that um, that Stanley has created. The well, well, Huffington Post has a list of a hundred. Yeah, I've got range. that, and they, they they used
0: a formula to determine which of Lee's creations have had the largest impact. So they, oh. I mean, take it with a grain of salt.
2: And they even say yeah, they exactly. know this is going to unleash a wealth of um, of hate mail and so on and so forth. But it's 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 a shot at it.
0: Yeah, so they took uh, the Marvel database, It says think Wikipedia, but for people who spend their adolescent Wednesday nights at Weasel's Comic Vault. And they downloaded data on 54,000 characters included there. That's how many characters. Some of them are one-offs, but there's a lot of characters. Uh, So anyhow, so how do you figure out what's most important to do this? We stole a trick from Google. The way Google decides the importance of a page is by looking at the number of other pages linking to it. Likewise, we counted the number of connections each character has to other characters. So, for example, if Peter Parker went on a trip to Titan with Tony Stark and it merited a mention on his character biography, then we would count that as a connection. So so let's it's ex- see what they ex- use.
2: exposure and, yeah, the same yeah. way, yes, something will be at the top of a Google search, they're sort of using that. So I'll just do the top 25
0: because there's 100 here. There's yeah. way too many to go through. And to be honest, a lot of characters I've never heard of before. It, likewise. Um. So, it, we're not Greg Lagans, after Yeah, all. so we'll start with 25. Uh, Robert Drake, which is Bobby Drake, that's Iceman. Yes, yep. uh, who has more power than most people realize, which you find out in the comics. Um, wor- uh, Warren Worthington the Third, and I don't remember who that is. Is number twenty-four? Let, uh, we'll Nick, do... you're going to have to do searches, yeah. us right. real quick. Warren War- Worthington. It's going to be somebody, and we go,
4: oh, it's them. Oh, come on, know know that. Come
0: on, It's Judd Hirsch. No, oh. it's Angel. Angel. Oh, we- oh okay. yes, He's Archangel- one of the original. Huh. X Men. He, he was first. He was Angel, gotcha. and then eventually became Archangel. Uh, then you have Jennifer Walters. I don't know Jennifer
6: Walters. Oh, she was on American Idol. Remember? Was she? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Her, uh, Hudson. Was her Jennifer star. Hudson. That's oh. What you think about She-Hulk. Uh, she-, she Hulk? She Hulk. I've Hulk. always loved She Hulk.
2: She Hulk. is hot, and She Hulk actually possesses her her wits. Yes. So she has. Uh, there's a blood uh, transfusion she gets from um, uh, the Hulk from Bruce Banner, and uh, the stories have, been, have changed over the years. But she's also she's a lawyer, and um, you know she wins her cases just simply by ripping the head off. Of the person she's up against in court. Wow, really? Well, no, but she's... she's oh. <laughs> well, I see. I'm not going to win this case if you don't... No, um,
0: but she's very sexy. Number 22 is Otto Octavius. Okay. So that's Doc Ock. Doc Ock. There's, there's your first uh, villain in the top 25. Yes. Oh,
2: by the way, again, there's a tormented
6: character
0: yeah. that you understand. Yep. Uh, number 21 is T'Challa.
6: Yes. So that's uh, Black Black Panther. Panther. Uh, number twenty is Nick Fury. I would love to know the story behind Nick Fury. You're going to find he's out. He sold for
3: Amway. Captain... Oh no way! Captain Marvel's going to go into a lot more of Nick Fury's backstory, and it takes place in the nineties. Nick Fury
0: may be a really, really, really old person, like Wolverine. Yes, uh, they may have done some uh, uh, some testing on him or given him, uh, from what I understand, that he's actually older than he appears. Uh, Black don't crack. Uh, uh, <laughs> totally. Uh, Nineteen. Jean Grey. I'm yes. surprised
6: she's that far down Who on the list. Could
0: be the most powerful of all of these characters as far as sheer power, because when the Dark Phoenix took over, she destroyed an entire planet. So that's pretty powerful. And that really that that cut down on her party invites. Yeah, did unfortunately. Uh, number eighteen is uh, Clinton Barton. Why, so that's, uh, why am I having a brain fart? That Hawk sounds really... Oh, there we go. Okay, yep. Hawkeye, whatever you want to call
2: him, uh, and uh, and BJ Honeycutt.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> from MASH. the other superhero. The other superhero from Ash. Uh then you have uh Wanda Maximoff.
2: Number 17. Number,
0: 17 number 17 on a list Kathy could care less about. <laughs> She's Scarlet Witch. Uh Wanda Maximoff. Uh then you have Henry Pym. Uh ah. Hank Pym who is the original Ant-Man. Yes. Uh number 15 Norman Osborn. Mm, who the... was the Green Goblin. Godlin.
6: Yep. All right. And, so wait. Uh, and Harry's uh, uh, dad. Harry's dad. Okay. Defoe. Okay. Harry Osborn is. Uh, does he become a goblin of some sort? He becomes. So there was Green
0: Goblin and Hobgoblin, and I believe Harry in the movies was Hobgoblin, and then there I, was Goblin the Nobbin. I don't know. That, I don't know the comic book lore of Spider-Man nearly as well as I do the there's, movies.
2: I used to be much better because there's just so much to no. know, and um, you know there. Uh, well, honestly, we, we have to pleasure ourselves
0: sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Number 14 is uh, Henry McCoy, Hank McCoy. Yes. That's, uh, that's Beast. I always liked Beast. A lot. Great character. Yeah. Did you like uh, Kelsey Grammer as Beast? I did. Yeah. I really, because that's how he was portrayed in the comic books. Right. Uh, Very, very studious, wore these little glasses. It was extremely intelligent, and he said witty things like, oh, my stars and garters, which is a regular uh, for him. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I always liked that character, Beast. Uh, Number 13 is Max Eisenhart, and that I don't know. Uh, and
3: that's pretty high up, Nick. The genius experiment? Mag- uh, oh, it's Magneto.
0: Magneto that's his original that's his name? name?
6: Eisenhardt? Why yeah. did I
3: never know that? Well, he's in the um uh the concentration camp, right? At
6: the- yes, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But th- yeah. wait, wait, is that what he calls him though?
3: I don't know.
0: Uh Magneto's awesome though. Another yet another villain who your heart goes out to. So in in um in Apocalypse. When they have his,
2: when he's tried to set his life straight, Mm -hmm. he's trying, Mm -hmm. he saves a guy's
0: life in the factory, and it ends up blowing up in his face. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to do what he thinks is the right thing. Right. There's this horrible, you know, discrimination against mutants, and he's just trying to stand up for them, but... Takes it to an extreme level of let's eliminate all the human beings. Too
3: much, yeah. So, is that uh, an allegory to uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and uh, Malcolm X? I-, I read at one mm. point that Stanley used that debate uh, to frame Magneto versus Professor
0: X. Wow. I don't know. It's very possible. It very well might be, Nick, you know, because they were, yeah, you know what? That makes total sense. You know, you have the any means necessary on one side with uh, Magneto, which would be the Malcolm X, and then the Charles Xavier, let's all live together. We can learn to be. We can learn to cohabitate together. So that's a that's a great allegory. Uh Jonathan Storm, Johnny Storm. Yes. So that's um uh, the human torch. Chris
2: Evans played two Marvel characters. Obviously, Captain America was better for him.
0: Agreed. So that's number twelve. Number eleven is Charles Xavier, Professor X. Uh number ten, Scott Summers. Number ten and number ten, <laughs> Scott Summers. And uh that's Cyclops. Cyclops. Uh, number nine is Matthew Murdoch. Daredevil. Daredevil, oh, yeah. of course. Oh. Boy, he's way up there, man. I love, the 10. I love love Daredevil. Yeah. I've
2: always loved Daredevil. And one of my favorite Daredevil treatments was the one Frank Miller did, who also breathed, was able to breathe life back into the Batman series. Yeah. But the, the Frank
0: Miller Daredevil storyline is phenomenal. Uh, here's a character Steve came around on. Stephen Strange is number eight.
2: I yeah. was not... I was vaguely aware of, of Doctor Strange, and then in, um, and I love the. I really did love the movie. It was like a big M C Escher, you know, painting come to life. And then in the uh, in Infinity War, when they let him do what he does, I was like,
0: oh, okay, now I get Doctor Strange. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I didn't know much about him to be honest until the movie hit. Uh, then he had uh, number seven, Victor Von Doom, so Dr. Doom. Victor Von Doom, is, it, to me, is is, is more of a,
2: one of the rare sort of, I think, one-dimensional villains yeah. in, in the lot. Very vain. Yeah.
0: And just wants to satisfy himself. Right. Uh, but num- we all do it sometimes. Well, of course. <laughs> you said we need time for <laughs> yeah, that. Until, yeah. uh, number six is uh, Benjamin Grimm. Ah. The Thing. Yeah. Uh, so Tragic character. Yeah, absolutely. Who, who turns a... Though
2: there is there he does have a girlfriend in one of the fantastic and he has, I guess, throughout the lore.
0: I don't know how that works out. No. Uh during uh Well that's that theme is common in in a lot of Stanley's stuff. The yeah. Forbidden Love. Yes. Uh there was there was a great story arc. Gonna go, to go in, home and bang my rock. In uh, X Men, which was um it was uh Rogue and Gambit and yeah. they were deeply in love with each other, but you can't touch row you can't have physical contact she'd kill you they couldn't kiss anything yeah. but they they had this love for each other all right then you have uh narrowing top 5 top 5 number 5 uh thor odin's son thor's awesome all right so unbelievable. unbelievable thor's awesome and
6: when he arrives on the scene in infinity war at the oh end oh my god uh,
8: Step aside. it's
6: awesome <laughs> <laughs> all right so on your list it says odin's son is one word he's mm-hmm. he's jewish okay but I'm um, is his last name Odin's son? I know he's Odin's son. Yeah, it's like somebody in in, in days of yeah. your like Johnson. Johnson, exactly. Okay. Here's your Thor dad, Johnson.
8: Your
0: dad <laughs> name <laughs> is John. Thor Johnson. My name is name Thor. Johnson.
2: Johnson Thor. Yeah. Your fries are ready.
3: Grande Latte? These are very good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Johnson Thor.
0: You're gonna fix that, buddy. <laughs> uh uh number four is Reed Richards. Oh. Captain Fantastic. We missed the number oh, six. Mr. Fantastic. Not Captain Fantastic, Mr. Yeah, Fantastic. And the boundary. Four.
2: Um, I would say this. Um I, I always liked the Fantastic Four. I was never yeah. Hog Wild for the
6: Fantastic Four. Me either. Cartoon-wise, I love the Fantastic Four. Uh, Movie-wise, they kind of uh, missed the mark they on did. both of them. And, the, the and then in the scene, reboot, they dropped, they dropped the ball again. Yeah, well, I guess it was in the the Rise of the Silver Surfer when I, they had the Mr. Fantastic yeah. dancing on the dance and floor. Stretch, and I'm yeah. like, oh, God, that's so dorky. Lawrence Fishburne as the Silvers, I love the Silver Surfer.
2: I wish mm-hmm. they would give him a little bit more. That
0: was a great character. Yeah. God, when I was a kid, I did like Silver Surfer and I Oklahoma. drew him a lot. Um, uh, then you had... Because you had the Mercury Surfboard. Mercury Surfboard. <laughs> yeah. Freaking Mercury Surfboard God. <laughs> We're in the top three. Number three, Bruce Banner. Yeah. Yeah. The Hulk. The Hulk, exactly.
2: Uh, they changed the name to David when they did the TV series because yeah. they thought it sounded less effeminate. What? That was the highlights. Really? <laughs> not yet. Bruce
3: is not... Bruce was too much of a gay name? I
0: think that's that's <laughs> what I read. Okay. Yes. I wonder... It's I, not like it's Percy Banner. Right. I'm You know, the the alliterative names are obviously very, very big in uh, in comic book lore. So Bruce Banner, you stick with that. Uh, Number two, Tony Stark, uh, Iron Man. And this is, you know, (laughs) the movies, I think, help propel that along. Well, also stop and think about it. You know, who Robert Downey Jr., could you be
2: any more perfect in the casting? I remember when that first movie came out and Jon Favreau directing and the whole deal... I was talking it up so much that my wife, who really could have given a rat's ass, got so excited that I we were doing the show the day it opened up, and she texted me that she she went to like a ten o'clock in the morning matinee without me and
7: saw it.
0: Uh, there is a serious omission here, um, because I'm you know what number one is, right, Steve? Yes. Oh, um, you know what name has not been said yet, and I... I'm, I'm looking back. And... I, I I know I, I uh. Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers, Captain America. Yeah. I I don't see it. But this is based on the algorithm of the searches. Then that has got to be incorrect. Hang on a second. Because
6: Captain
3: America is one of the absolute foundational. Well, was it not entirely a Stan Lee character? Um, Oh, yeah. Cartoonists uh, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. Yeah, Yeah, he existed before. Okay. Okay,
0: never mind. Boom. What what, what about... Number one is Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yep. So wait, I, wait, I, wait, think, I think I think that Kathy. Please.
2: Welcome, Well, Kathy has joined the conversation.
5: Um, Thank you. Fanfare or something. Something. Uh, give okay. me something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, you know what that just reminded me on. of. In Revenge of the Nerds too, the nerds are all going through these figures and they're uh-huh. going, it's, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll take the square root and the pot epi- and this blah, blah blah blah, which is two and two plus two and the ogre goes four. <laughs> <laughs> four! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice man. job, Kathy. Thank you.
2: He right. was the one I think that uh Stanley said he most felt connected to. Yeah? the uh, Peter Parker. Okay. In in just his
0: sort of fumbling way. Most uh, successful of the of the comics, I would assume, um, would be Spider Man. He's been around for so long and, and beloved and never got old.
8: Yeah. Never got old. Yeah.
0: You know? It's By like, the way, just... the game, Steve, I'm on the final battle right now yeah. of the of the game. Um I had to stop because I died so many times. But I'm in the final battle. This is one of my favorite video games of all time. Wow! Yeah, this. So hurts. I'm about I halfway through. I am. I keep stopping and starting. It's fantastic. Um, so anyhow, we got so much from the mind of this guy. So much entertainment over the years. Whether it was you know bonding with another person, uh, you're you know a relative or or, or or making friends by talking about this stuff. Going to see these movies now have, have turned it into a multi generational thing. It's so awesome, and it's not it's not just a comic book guy nerd thing. It's
2: everything. The amount of women who are into this and rabidly into this, and the yeah. uh, just everything.
0: It's for everyone. Elon Musk tweeted out Come yesterday about it. He's a genius, right? He's there. Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but ninety five years. What an amazing legacy
12: from Stanley.
0: We need to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
12: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places.
13: 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips.
6: Wow, we have a lot of
13: clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your money clip seven times a day. Weekdays at 8, 10, and noon, as well as 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs.
7: So true,
10: Jackson.
13: And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize: 10000 bucks. What the f? See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's money clips from. WMMR. Everything that rocks your wallet.
12: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show
1: podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre
4: Files. And this edition of the Bizarre Files is brought to you by Monster Mania. Meet the biggest names in horror at Monster Mania Con 46 with Matthew Lillard, Steve Ulrich, both from Scream, plus William Zopka and Martin Cove from Cobra Kai, monstermania.net. Uh, let's start in South
0: Carolina. A man turned violent in a dispute over salt and vinegar potato chips. Ryan Dean Langdale had warned his 17-year-old cousin not to eat his chips when his relative did. Langdale shot him. Shot him. Shot him. Because of the chips. Uh, The cousin said that Langdale had warned him, and I quote, Do not touch my chips or I'll shoot you. And what did he do? Well, he shot him. He shot him. Langdale now faces additional charges because the story he originally gave to authorities didn't add up, they said. Langdale reported the incident as an accidental shooting. The sheriff's office said Langdale told deputies his cousin had accidentally shot himself by dropping a hunting rifle while cleaning it. Uh-huh. The sheriff's office said we knew from the beginning that something wasn't right. The more we looked into it, the more it seemed odd. So dude shot his cousin. They did an
2: intense session of good chip, bad chip, and that's how they got it out of him. It was over the salt and vinegar
0: potato chips. Do you like those chips? They're my favorite.
6: Yeah, I love them. No kidding. I think they're really good.
0: I love
2: them.
6: Kettle cooked or regular?
0: Uh, I'll take either. Okay. As long as it's got that salt and vinegar flavor. Uh, if you live in a big city, you likely spot some poop on the sidewalk from time to time. But a new study reveals you're far more likely to see poop in San Francisco than any other <laughs> in place in the country. I love San Francisco, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Bennett, thank you. Is here thank this you morning? So much. Uh, yes, you're more likely city to see. It's in my heart. You, you're more likely to see poop in Me San, deep in San Francisco, than you are in New York uh, or Chicago. Seems like years ago I was at. Little young man running around building poop men. That's right, like snowmen with corn cob pipes, but uh, carrots for noses and cold fries. You're more likely to see poop in the city by the bay than the city that never sleeps. Or and might. it smells so good. My kind of town, Chicago. <laughs> Thank uh, God it has a lot of wind. The study was conducted by real estate listing website Reality Hop. Reality Hop and used publicity available. You want to know the reality? It's a lot of poop. And 311 data to find there were 21,000 complaints about feces... Uh, logged in San Francisco in 2017. Logged. I get it. And that is 10 times as many in New York City and 20 times more than Chicago. Is that not uh, staggering that that many people are crapping on the streets? The number of poop-related complaints logged in San Francisco has risen every year since 2011. And the data... God, I gotta get back there. The data shows no correlation between median home value and feces sightings. In general... People are so free. There, Preston. They just dropped trow and let it power out. In general, people were most likely to complain about feces sightings on Mondays than Tuesdays. You know and that big curvy road out there in San Francisco, Preston? Yeah, that's uh, Lombard? Lombard Lombard Street. Yeah, I want to poop on every curve. <laughs> I almost made it once. And uh, they are far more relaxed about seeing the stinky stuff on the weekends, by the way. So Well weekends are the time for dookie. That's right. So lot. Beautiful city. Way more poop. Bat than I human poop. Ever uh, anticipated. It's
2: unbelievable you've had I mean, the amount of stories coming out of there is just ridiculous. Lots of stories.
0: They may need to look into correcting that. Dude, when when we were in uh, Copenhagen, in Denmark, and we were taking a walking tour of the city... Don't tell me it can beat San Francisco for poop. I don't know, but I, I saw... I don't want to hear it. ...a fresh pile... Of human poop? Of human poop that our... our are making me homesick? ...pointed out to us that it was next to... A you know a very significant historical statue. Oh my god! This dude was fresh, still <laughs> moist human feces. Nasty. It just defies all reason. All right, moving on. A crash. Why? A crash between a log truck, again with the lugs and another vehicle has police saying that one of the drivers is lucky to be alive. It happened Tuesday afternoon in Louisiana. The log truck was stopped at a red light when the second vehicle slammed into the rear. When the vehicles collided, a log went through the front windshield Ah. and all the way to the back glass. And I mean right through the driver's side. Dear God. And I saw the picture of it. It looked amazing. Mm. The woman was able to move her head to avoid being hit by the log. There was also a one-year-old child in the back seat, and no one was injured in it. If you saw saw the photo, you'd be amazed. Now, somebody didn't get killed in this. Police are... This is astonishing. They're still investigating the
2: crash. It was a very big log, by the way. I used to have a uh, present. It was kind of made the rounds years ago. It was a a DVD of highway safety films. Mm -hmm. And in this film, they show the different crashes that can result from erratic driving and not paying attention to the road. And this truck driver was transporting rebar. So he has the rebar in the back of the truck. He had to slam on the brakes, collided with something. All those bars of rebar... Blew through the cab yeah. through him. Yeah. So he's got like seven rebars
0: sticking through his chest. Oh <laughs> my God. Unbelievable. Terrible. Did he die? He died. Yeah. Uh two more stories. Uh Heldsburg police are hoping to nail the thief who snatched a hammer, but not just any hammer. It's a twenty foot long hammer. It's made from steel and wood, and the hardware theft couldn't have been easy because it weighs about a thousand pounds. I bet when he tried to pick it up, he pooped. It's <laughs> It's part of an art installation program and was on loan. Uh, the hammer was discovered missing last Friday from the front of the Helsberg Community Center. And they have no idea who could have gotten away with this thing. It's gigantic. It's
2: very impressive. Yeah, it's really cool looking. Uh, I life. think, yeah, who wouldn't want that on their front lawn?
0: And I saved the best, sort of. You update. started with the best, my friend. Uh, for last. This is from Scotland. A man is fighting for his life after a dog Bit off, oh my god, his penis and testicles, oh my god, yes. You're
7: a murderer. You're a
0: hater. <laughs> Uh, Okay. Emergency services raced to the scene in Haddington East uh, Lothian after the alarm was raised on Sunday. Cops found the 22-year-old victim unconscious in a pool of blood in his apartment. Oh, God. An old English bulldog, which was drenched in gore, was also found at the property. It is understood that the animal belonged to a friend of the man. Uh, Ambulance crews called uh, for police backup, and the victim was rushed to Edinburgh. Uh, edinburgh royal Infantry, uh, infirmary for treatment uh he's now thought to be in a coma having to be removed uh had them to move, move to western general hospital well
2: there's no coming back from that i no, mean you you know you've you've been mauled you've had your your junk destroyed he lost his penis
0: and both of his testicles as a result of the attack
2: so that is was he doing the old trick
0: where you put the little cheese treat on top of your penis i don't know uh, the victim hasn't been interviewed by cops, and he hasn't regained consciousness since the incident. The dog is being held in a kennel while cops carry out a probe, and it's not known if the man owns the dog. A source said officers who were there are confident the injuries were caused by the dog because of the extent of the damage. they are fairly confident that the dog bit his schlong off. Uh, the the uh, police officer said everyone there was shocked and sickened by it, so that's... Sounds wow, like a gory bloody oh mess. God, that is messed up. All right, and there you go. What I got in the uh, bizarre file for you this morning. That was tough. Say MM
1: MMRBQ 2021.
13: It's an entire day of everything that rocks with MMR
1: and eight of our favorite bands.
13: Jane's Addiction. Feeling Jane says the Offspring. Oh.
1: Trick. Dirty Honey. Dorothy. Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen.
13: No is, Aaron Jones. <laughs> And Jackson's local shots. Fox Trot and the Get Down.
1: Barbecue 2021.
13: Saturday, September 25th. bb t Pavilion. Tickets on sale now via Ticketmaster.com.
1: Lawn tickets start at just $25.
13: Details at WMMR.com.
1: The trash business is a gold mine. 3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
4: And the Trash This Morning is presented by Horizon Services. Right now, Horizon Services gives you $200 off a new water heater, standard or tankless, or $50 off any plumbing repair. Call now to save 800-999-1995 or horizonservices.com. Let's take out the trash.
0: What's going on, Steve? Well,
2: Heidi Klum's oldest child, 14-year-old daughter, Lanai, was introduced to her biological father for the first time ever while on vacation in Italy. Lanai, who was raised by the singer Seal, reportedly hit it off with her genetic dad, Flavio Biotori who made her feel comfortable by using a nail gun on his cheeks. Oh, Oh my God. John Mayer's Beverly Hills home was hit hard by a thief mid-morning on Friday. The intruder got away with $200,000 worth of musical equipment, as well as a collection of finger cots Mayer wore while blasting Katy Perry.
12: (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. And finally, apparently the uh, price had to be dropped a few times on the legendary uh, Howard Hughes uh, estate in Palm Springs. Uh, apparently the price had to be dropped a few times because the pool is reportedly still filled with his piss.
8: No. Oh.
2: <laughs> and that's your Hollywood
0: trash. Looking at a really cool picture on uh, MMR's Instagram page of Pierre Robert yeah. and John Bon Jovi before the show started down on the event floor, uh, just hanging out and talking. Uh, there was when uh, Pierre was doing an interview with him and uh, it's such a cool shot. Uh, We had our 50th birthday party. The official, now listen, we're celebrating all year long. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a whole (laughs) bunch going on, but this was one big step in that celebration. Yeah, and that was the, uh, the the Bon Jovi concert last night and officially commemorating uh, MMR's 50th birthday. So I didn't get to make it. Obviously, I was under the weather. But Steve, you went there. And uh, Nick, you were there uh, as well. And as, Marissa,
3: yeah. Marissa came too, yeah. And
0: our special suite that we had uh, for uh, listeners that we gave those away. So it was. I, I heard it was great. Well, I showed
2: up. Um, I was there about 5.45, and uh, you know, uh, Pierre had uh, been broadcasting, as was Jackson and Sarah, and Bill Weston was down there. So everyone was... You know, making their way uh, down to the complex. And so we had, there was a little VIP party for some people, and then was, there was a suite. And there, the second you got there, it was just a really cool, chill
3: vibe, and everyone was just thrilled. This was happening. Steve, and did you notice the number of people waiting outside, like the tailgating? And like, uh, yeah, it was hot, but they were but loving it. It was a really good vibe yeah. in the parking lot. And, um, you know, it was a, a sort of a, a mid spring uh, heat wave, but people seemed to be having a good time. And they were starting to line up to get in early. Yeah, so, yeah.
6: yeah. It was hot, but it wasn't impressive. No, I really, no, it was the community was great. It's a nice breeze. Uh, did Gary Lauer come and find you guys? Uh, I, I, I encountered
2: Gary Lauer about six separate times. Oh, me too, Ellie. So when I round the, rounded one corner, he's pulling the bag out of the, the garbage saying, Welcome to the house!
0: Yeah, did he remind you you were in his house? I was in his house. But yes. he,
2: he actually sent you good wishes. He was worried about you. <laughs> that was uh, but nice. the, uh, honestly, if you blink your eyes quickly, you'll start to see a strobe effect and Gary Lauer will appear in it. <laughs> because he is uh-huh. all over that place. Yeah. But he's he's a working man. But it was uh, the, the vibe was great. The people in the suite... I think all but one or two of them had ever been in a suite like that for an event. The the, the suite was really great. Originally, we were joking it was going to be you know, and uh, you're looking at Bon Jovi's taint, right? But they uh, really they they changed the position of it, so it was a really good vantage point. And uh, you know Jackson and uh, um, Sarah went up early. They brought um, uh They did after the opening band, or did they bring up that opening band? They did. Yeah, they. they yeah. Entered the
3: intro uh, the What was the name again? Because um, they did. A,
2: they did a really good job. Uh, get the Foxtrot and, and get they down. Get down. And they get yeah. down. they did you. a good job, man. They they they, yeah. they they had like sort of a a proper arena sound. And you got to imagine, this is a band that you know I don't know what level of, of venue they were playing, but they certainly aren't playing. The Wells Fargo consistently,
0: right, and uh, it was it was cool, and they they really brought their A game. It was a lot of fun. Nice, uh, John spent some time with uh, Pierre, which was the uh, uh, picture I was uh, referencing, and we have a couple of clips. Yeah, yeah, love to hear him. So I'm going to play that. This is uh, John and Pierre talking about the longevity of MMR. We are
14: uh, here on the floor. The sound
0: check has just ended and we are here with John Bon Jovi. Good day, sir.
9: Good day, my brother. Tonight's uh, our
3: 50th anniversary celebration for MMR. That's great. The passion of our listeners is
0: why we're still able to be here. And much like, I think, a rock and roll band, I equate it
2: to
7: a train that left the station in 1968. Some fans have been there with us the whole time. Some have gotten on and off along the way. And I think uh, you could say the same about bon jovi right sure
9: most definitely i mean you know the history that we have in this town so from before the first record 35 years ago uh, the history that I have in this town, we did our second album here, of course, the the, the soul, the soul foundation, all the charitable works. And so a lot of people uh, were there in the very beginning when we were playing in the nightclubs on South Street and got off along the way. And the spectrum came and went and Veterans Field came and, <laughs> you know, I mean, the buildings are gone. And MMR are still here. And Bon Jovi are still here. Nice. I love it. Uh,
0: he did give us a shout out from the stage. I'll play that in a moment. But this is him, uh, John, talking about uh, radio
9: and its importance. Yeah. The inception of this band is unique because it was a DJ. You know, you are an anomaly, my friend.
8: <laughs>
9: you know, I mean, in a world of computerized playlists of 12 songs with no real DJ. Uh MMR, Pierre Robert, Philadelphia is a unique situation. And so, you know, it was a DJ who made Bon Jovi happen and got the record company to sign us. Uh and so, you know, we know how important radio can and should be, uh, to to to, to the listener and to future generations of rock band. Love hearing that. I
5: was actually gonna ask about uh that comment. So I listened to the interview yesterday and. Um, John was very genuine, very genuine with Pierre. But when, so when he said that it was a DJ, he was talking about Pierre.
8: No, okay, uh, right.
0: the, a guy that that first gave him their shot was was in another market, and I read about it not too long ago because uh, I think they had him out to the. He, he uh, gave him a shout out at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, okay. No, it wasn't Paul Barsky. <laughs> it was it was a guy <laughs> that uh, that that John came in, and I think he uh, gave him a record and he spun it okay. on the air for the but first just, time. In general, That's and as started. you
2: pointed out, Preston, you had a little anecdotal uh, story about h- handing a card over to... Uh,
0: yeah, uh, he is, uh, to, to John himself. Yeah. He, I had had uh, Richie and um, and uh, David Bryan on my show early in the day. Bon Jovi was playing that night. I met John at the show, and I handed him a business card to just to get an autograph. It was the only thing I had, and I'm like, here, would you sign this? So he signs it, and he flips it over, and he saw that I was a music director at a radio station, and he wanted to thank me playing the record, and he says, you know, we can't do this without radio support and all this stuff. He's always been a big fan. Always
3: understood and, it. Always and, understood
0: the process. And knows that one hand washes the other. Yeah, so he was really, really cool about
3: that. Yeah, and and he uh, has similar remarks when he thanks uh, the radio station from the stage, which was really cool. And whether or not you like Bon Jovi or a fan, this is a, this is a band that has uh, sold 100 million-plus records mm-hmm. that can still sell out the Wells Fargo Center, and it's not lost on them where they came from and where their roots were, and the fact that Philly has embraced them so much over the years uh, John has never forgotten. And Steve, you were talking about this yesterday, and I, and I could not agree with you more that um, he appreciates it and yes. it's a genuine appreciation. Yeah. And, and some artists get really, really big and kind of forget. And there are, John, there, John there, is not. There are a number of
2: artists that should really be following his example. Uh, listen, you never want to say you're in your, how can friends be in debt, as they say. But the truth of the matter is, is this station is owed a lot by a lot of artists that <laughs> have not return the favor or get the relationship going, especially to the level
3: of John Bon Jovi and right. the band. Yeah, and, and his appreciation and friendship with Pierre Robert is uh is something to Dollars admire as well. It's <clears throat> great. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> um, let's uh play a clip of
0: uh, John from uh, the stage.
9: You don't know
0: Uh, that's a that's pretty good crowd uh, pleaser. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway. He did
5: talk a little bit about regretting not going to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because he said so many people, you know, associate him with Philadelphia. Yeah, and that yeah. He, he, Afterwards, he was like, ah, maybe I should have went.
3: Well, he gave some love to Pierre specifically later on. Uh, John himself is he, he grew up like a Giants fan, and the, but he owned the soul uh, for a long time. And he, so he gave some love to the soul. And then I think he's buddies with Robert Kraft, the owner of the, uh, the Patriots. But he was, yeah, you know, he, John he is. mostly is just a big football fan. So yes, yeah. He, I think he was, um, you know, he was just saying congratulations to Philly without being disingenuous about it.
5: He said he's been friends with him for like 30 years. Who,
3: Robert
0: Kraft? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wow. Alright, so Chuck D'Amico has uh, come in here, and uh, I assume you
14: have something to say. Well, uh, Nick uh, invited me in to talk about a, a pre. Is this a story is that we're going to? Yeah, okay,
2: yeah. there's a, a story that had oh, to get yeah. had to it? get
3: clearance. Well, I didn't want uh, to throw on air. I didn't want to throw our boss under the bus. Bill okay. Weston uh, was there a lot. Steve, you mentioned that uh, most of the MMR staff are a, a Kevin Porsche. Gunn, uh, yeah. Rodney, everybody, just a whole Jackson, bunch of people. Were, yeah, uh, Brett Porsche. Yeah, you, me, and Marissa were there yeah. as well, and um, so uh, we are very lucky in this business to get access to stuff. From oh my god, yeah. And there was a, a staff photo that was organized. Uh, with the band before, right before the show started, so we didn't know if this was going to happen or not, and um, and then we got there, and, and Pierre did his show from the Wells Fargo Center, and then uh, Jackson and Jackie. So um, Jackie Bam Bam came down as well, and at about eight o'clock, we all uh, went into the bowels of the Wells Fargo Center, and we, you, when you ever do, these, whenever you do these types of things, yeah, there's a lot of standing around and waiting. So they had this backdrop, this curtain, and it's a black backdrop, and we're just waiting there and waiting there, and we're outside of. Uh, bon Jovi's dressing room, and they say, "Okay, the band's going to come out. They're going to do a staff photo with you guys." And, and typically, Chuck, when these things right. happen,
14: it's forty-five seconds to a minute. If that, if that, if, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. if they, that, it was, it was maybe. Ten seconds. Right. It's like the footage of Bigfoot walking away. Yeah, yeah, and you don't
3: really get any one-on-one time with the band or get to chat with them or anything like that, but it's a neat <laughs> moment. You get a photo sure. with, a, with a rock star, with a rock and roll hall of fame band. Gets the job done. It gets the job done, exactly. But yeah. you even like you even practice.
14: Like, they oh, had sure. Us, <laughs> they had us practice the photo without the band there. Oh, seriously? So, yeah. yeah. like, okay, yeah, you guys, you got to be yeah, tighter. Yeah. I can't get this person. I can't, so when they, do when they come out, stick your heads kind of between their heads so everybody can be seen in the shot and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, they
3: want the photo to look good.
14: Yeah. And so they're going to do that. Plan is they're gonna they're gonna do this photo uh, right before right before like they go literally out on stage. walking on to say walk out stand in front of us take a picture walk on stage and, and start your concert. Did
2: they actually put shoes down on the floor so they could step into them? <laughs> no, No, know
3: them exactly like, where to
14: stand. Down. Yeah, yeah.
3: And, and our our buddy Brian from uh, chorus photography is a great photographer and uh, he's he's organizing everybody. He's making sure that we're not wandering off and you know it's sort of like herding cats at some points. And he's yeah. like, guys, you gotta stand here, you gotta stand here. So we're waiting. And so Pierre's in the middle and uh, and Bill Weston, Chuck is to my left. And um, and all of a sudden, we see Tico Torres, the drummer from Bon Jovi, come out of the dressing room. Short man, by the way. Yeah, very, yeah. very tiny. <laughs> hey,
8: everybody.
14: Yeah.
3: And uh, Tico uh, immediately starts heading for the stage. And somebody's <laughs> like, no, 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 we got to do a photo. So Tico comes around and comes back towards us. And then uh, John Bon Jovi comes out and uh, David Bryan. And David ended up right in front of me and gave me a hug, which was yeah. cool. He's, he's a nice guy. So, um... Like I said, less than a minute, all of this stuff happens. So it's uh, me, uh, Chuck is to my left, Pierre is to my immediate right, and then uh, immediately to Pierre's right is Bill Weston, yeah. our boss. And then right, <laughs> right in front of Bill Weston is John Bon Jovi, right? The, <laughs> right. the headliner.
14: Yep. Take the photo. Everybody starts moving so, forward. So, but, there, but during the photo, so Brian wanted to count the three and take the photo, right? right? Or he's counting down from five or something. But, yeah. But John's manager, a guy named uh, Paul Corzelius, a very very nice guy. He's counting. The opposite way, but faster. Okay. Right. So he's like three, two, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Brian's like uh, one, two, three, four. Whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's just a mess. You know, and it, we, we don't know if the, what the photo looks like. You know that
3: countdown that we have yeah. with me and yeah, Pierre, where yeah. Pierre goes one, two, three, and I yeah. go three, two, one. It was yeah. it was sort of like that. And these and their manager is trying to get the band. To done stage. and to the yeah, stage. stage. Yeah. The yeah. okay. Yeah. okay, let's
14: go, let's go, go, go. You, you know, we're yeah. done, let's go, go. Right, Uh-oh. yeah, so, so you take it. So yeah.
3: John moves forward, and as John moves forward, and if you don't know, if the listeners don't know, uh, when a guy's up on stage, he has an earpiece in and a, and a receiver in his back pocket, and that allows him to hear the monitors, hear the other the stage um, uh, oh, no. coordination and things yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm
5: so scared.
8: So, <laughs> so,
3: I don't know where it's going, but I'm Bill. scared. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a Bill Weston story. Yeah. So Bill... Uh, Accidentally um, gets tangled up in John's cords. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. he's he's he he's the, the, the wire
8: stays
3: on. And uh, by the way, these are like, of course, as you would imagine for a rock star, like custom made, custom yeah, for sure. John's ear. That's like, it's rock star. Precision equipment, precision Somebody, equipment. Yeah, Somebody who oh, the wire to, to and the perfection shirt and all yeah. that. So, yeah. The earpiece comes flying out. The okay. receiver comes flying out. Now, Bill goes into panic mode yeah. because he wants to help. Yeah. And so he rushes forward, and he, he grabs the receiver oh, no. and tries to help put it back in John's back pocket. <laughs> this is like this is like when oh, you know man. a woman spills wine or you spill yeah, wine you on a woman's it. chest and yeah, you have yeah, to start yeah, to wipe yeah, it yeah, off and you're groping <laughs> her the whole time. Yeah. So John's manager right. comes over and he's like, "No, we're good." And and they're like they're just trying to get on stage and start the show. <laughs> so now John's Kind of thrown because it like he's got his equipment in and now it's off oh, and now he, like he can't no. run out on stage like he's ready to go. So Bill's just like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," yeah. and Bill goes into apology uh, <laughs> oh, panic, panic mode. Well, okay. he felt terrible and I, and it, like. He, as uh, he should, as he should,
5: <laughs> he messed it all
3: up. But it was a pure accident. Yeah. But
5: how did he get tangled in the wires? He must,
3: maybe, perhaps, when they were standing side by side, he,
2: he pushed, pushed everybody tight together, yeah. Yeah. Right. and, and then in so doing, caught
3: his hand. There's 12 or so people from MMR. You know, there's yeah. all the staff, Pancake and Pierre, uh, Pierre and everybody, and there are I think seven or eight members of Bon Jovi. Because uh, there's the, there's the main band, and then there's a um, uh, an the acoustic guitar guys. and yeah. support guys and percussion. So and there's it, a lot of people in a short amount of in a tiny <laughs> amount yeah, of packed and it's and.
2: And if you ever take a picture with Bill,
3: Bill wants to look informal, and he'll put his hand down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> but you're all yeah. crunched in with one another, and John's equipment got crunched into Bill Weston. So, oh, what's, is it all hanging off? I well, mean, does they, it, does it of is, ears? Oh, I mean, it oh, looked geez. like right. it would look at the end of the show yeah. when John... Takes it out of his ear and takes yeah. the equipment
14: off and, and runs off stage to be done for the night. So, so is to me, John a little miffed. So the best part to me was John looks back at, <laughs> at Bill with a look on his face like three seconds. That's why we don't do this stuff. You know, like like who? Who got tangled up? In my, like he had a he had a look on his face, <laughs> oh, like, seriously? No. And you then know, he, like <laughs> And then he goes, I'm sorry. No, John goes. Who is
6: that guy? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did he really yeah.
3: yes.
14: <laughs> and they basically they basically have the same haircut, too. yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> program director of the station, <laughs> who is that guy?
3: Who Try to look
2: that, like me
14: yeah Jackass.
3: But <gasps> Chuck, you may or may not remember this, but Bill, believe it or not, is actually the second program director in a row to uh, mess up John Bon Jovi. Because do you you know the Sam Milkman piano story? No, I don't know that. There was a charity event where there was a Baby Grand piano, and uh, this was, I think, what the Philly sold years and years ago. So Sam was the program director for three or four years here at the radio station, and the Baby Grand um, had its lid open, and John <laughs> oh, was yeah. resting his hand on the side of the piano. <laughs> oh, no. And Sam bumped into <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. And the lid comes crashing down like a cartoon sound effect. Ah! I'm not exaggerating. Nary, a second in advance, John pulls his hand back in time. So Sam Milkman nearly crushed John Bon Jovi's hands. All Bill did was piss him off right before the show started. Why does this guy even do anything with us? (laughs) Seriously. Uh, Well, I I know.
2: Listen, Bill is, uh, I I bet you Bill was in in hyper apology and panic mode. Oh, dear God. But it was funny for us. Yeah. Is that why when oh. when Joby went up stage, Bill was being dragged in some cords behind him?
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. So that happened. All
0: yeah. right. All
3: right. Well, there's a, there's a story but now. If, if that was the only glitch in the night, then uh, it was it was mm-hmm. a great night. And John, to his credit, went <laughs> on to thank the registration, to thank Pierre. And... You're not going to believe what
2: just happened. <laughs> <laughs> some old man. Didn't thank Bill Weston from the stage? <laughs> Did not, no. No. Wanna no. thank everyone, but there's one dickhead I'm leaving out. <laughs> that guy. That <laughs> guy. Put his picture up on the monitors. Who is
5: that guy? <laughs> we, that oh my guy. God, I can't <laughs> believe he <you> said that. <gasps>
2: <coughs> All
0: righty then. So yeah, <laughs> We were talking about um, spinal tap moments the other oh day, my Preston. God, that's one of them right yeah, now. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, did you guys stick around for the majority of the show? know uh, yeah. you did, Nick. Yeah, I stayed until about uh, um, three or four songs left. Brent Porsche uh, got a copy of the set list and, and forwarded it to me. So, um, Kind of, a, as you would expect, a conga line of hits. It was. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, he did a cool thing, in the, uh, John did in the middle of the show um, where he came out. Where's and- Bill West? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he went to. Um, he did a sort of side stage thing with just him. So uh, for Bed of Roses, right? That's the name of yeah. that song? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and another ballad. Um, He was just out in the audience... Um singing to the to the crowd. So that part was cool. The whole the rest of the band stayed up on the main stage, but John came out in the into the crowd. Nice. Uh, so that was cool. And um yeah, it was a lot of Philly love, a lot of MMR love, and, and I was glad that I was there.
0: Nice. Excellent. Yeah. So uh and I'm glad uh, that Pierre oh. got some uh one on one time because he not only spoke to John, but he spoke to spoke to uh David Bryan as well. Yeah. One of the yeah. Guys. yeah,
3: and Phil X, who's a super nice guy. Phil X, by the way, was in
14: Yeah, he was in Triumph for one record. For one record. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah so, so he, he comes walking up for the for the photo, and I said to him, I go, like, oh, uh I go, Phil, man, I loved your Triumph record. Nothing. I mean, nothing. No he didn't say anything? Barely. You probably didn't hear me or this didn't, didn't, care to, didn't care or to listen to me. Yeah. So well, nothing. Did, awesome. did any conversation whatsoever? No. Yeah. No.
3: <laughs> but Pierre did get to uh, introduce Bon Jovi as the band, which was cool. So he, Pierre was out on stage for three minutes or yeah, so. Yeah. And yeah. then talking about the, the radio station and the history. And so that was a nice moment for him as well. So That's cool. Yeah. The
0: crowd eating that up? Absolutely.
3: Yeah. yeah. There's a great picture that Brian, our friend from Course Photography,
0: took of... Uh, of Pierre on stage, red shoes, a spangly blue jacket, <laughs> of course, with his arms up, and a what looks like a sold out crowd. Yeah, yeah, in yeah.
3: Wells Fargo Center. So that's a great picture right there for Pierre. That's amazing. Yeah, so as far as birthday concerts go for the radio station, uh, you only turn 50 once. And uh, this one we, we did with pretty, um, we did with style, except for Bill.
0: Well, that's cool, man. Uh, thanks to everybody who made it out for the event. And, uh, Great time. Sorry I missed it. I was sick. Yeah, and I was glad well,
3: people were able to come to the suite, have as much water as they wanted. <laughs> you know, the, the the big joke was, because we originally, in the actual, Bill, you weren't here
2: yesterday for this, but, you know, Kathy's reading the list of things, and the, the suite's going to have pizza and water. And I'm like, oh, my
0: God, oh, water. No, no. I, I knew it was on there. I skipped the you water part. Time i read it because it was so stupid it was pizza and soda and water and i'm like yeah we're really we're, well, we're promoting i,
8: well, I, I, we're I got a little water. frivolous he i was so inviting
0: people up to the suite
2: for for water you know and people that maybe weren't deserving of the water but actually what
6: it was fully catered well, it was wonderful you're a and giver steve I know. you're very generous <laughs> with the water it was, nice it was very funny so that was a uh, birthday celebration number what I guess two or three, right? Well, we've got a biggie coming up with the barbecue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marissa?
11: Uh, Well, just one fun thing. Um, Everybody, while we were waiting for that uh, infamous photo now to be taken, um, everybody had been escorted into the green room area and I lost everyone backstage. So uh, Chuck had looked at me while we were backstage and said, are you Facebook living? And I said, of course. So I hopped on the uh, WMR Facebook page and started wandering around backstage. Um, Completely lost everybody and ended up underneath the stage like with all the equipment and I was Facebook living. So if you go, Go to the WMR Facebook page. There's an entire tour. Oh of, wow! Uh, the I want to see that. That I accidentally took while looking <laughs> for the crew. So it's fun.
2: Well, the, you know, the, the, the mechanics of putting together a group photo are so annoying. Yeah. When you get, you know, and I, I think know. you guys, as I was, I was leaving. I was going to go and, and work the crowd a little bit. And Nick, you said there's going to be a, a group photo coming up. And I go, great, that'll be the photo that I can say I wasn't in that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I I know how how arcane these things oh. are
0: to get going. I hate them. I, I just I despise can't them. stand group photos. There's Come on, some... everybody. I know. Oh,
2: no. Yeah, I know.
0: I know.
14: And then uh, somebody's always not paying attention or somebody hey, doesn't want to who do Who are we it. waiting on? Yeah, exactly. Who are we
2: waiting on?
14: Can't somebody's always that. getting wrapped up in Bon Jovi's wires. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
3: yeah <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God.
8: Dude. <laughs> That's wow. so awful. I mean, <laughs>
3: who are you, Steve, the program director? <laughs> I just wish Steve, you would actually seen I, it happen.
2: If I had been there, I would have, I would have unloaded.
0: <laughs> all right. Anyhow, thanks to all those who made it. And yes, it's just the beginning of our celebrations. There are many other events that we're going to be doing uh, in the following or in this year to celebrate 50 years on the air here in Philadelphia. We're going to take
1: a break. We'll be right back. The President Steve Show podcast. WMMR, everything that rocks.